If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. It's still so loud. <laughs> I had to cut my, I'm like, hold on, which one am I? Am I white? I'm like, all right, let me cut this shit down. Uh, this is the realest podcast ever episode. I do not know. Uh, this is your host, uh, C. Diddy. 164. And, and I am Matt makes me sick. You're definitely wrong. Uh, no, I was. <laughs> Confidently with the 164. Uh, 161. I was close as shit. <laughs> well, I knew it was in the 160s. I just didn't know what it was. I know that Reliance was... Uh, in the 160s I didn't know if it was 161 162 or 160 You know we've had that intro For like 100 episodes now Really? Think about it The original John Oh that's because we come to work Every week now <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That's the difference we, the, the first John From uh, Brasco Was 55 Oh shit Cancel Kanye That was the episode Okay so then we had uh, Then my man from Houston Did the one We had like two shows And then Mike Cool did this one So yeah you're so, absolutely right so yeah this show's been there for like a hundred and some episodes Holy shit Cause you just said you have a love hate And I'm just like yeah it's like cause we're you know hundred episodes in It's <laughs> right. just like Yeah because over the last 52 weeks we've probably produced an average of one and a half episodes Or something like that a week on average compared to in the past Are you about to speak the, the files from September so last year September what? September Of 20? Of 20 Yeah Can't be 2020 We've done that many shows in September of 2020. We've done a lot of fucking shows, man. That's when it's from. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we've done a lot of fucking shows, man. Nah, maybe <laughs> I'm tripping then. Let me get this together. Let me get it together, Let man. Let me get it together now. Hold on now. <laughs> What's the name of our podcast? Here it is. <laughs> What's the name? What what this shit be called? No, because I, I, I got our podcast <laughs> on here. Um, this shit be called. This shit goes all the way back to the 90s and then goes to episode 4. So that shows you how okay. much shit I'm missing in my catalog. All right, let me scroll down, scroll down. Episode 55, Cancel Kanye. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a consistent. <laughs> all right, how do you go to the beginning? Now, see, that was the joint. Okay. I really like that intro still. <laughs> Might gotta bring it back. We gotta might, might gotta unretire. Might gotta do some bow wow shit. <laughs> okay, fifty six, so I'm, I'm I was lying then. Fifty seven. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the cancel Kanye. Okay, gym. so you made it up. <laughs> I might have made it. Up. <laughs> all right, so so Matt made it all up. <laughs> it hasn't been a hundred episodes with the, with the new intro yet. And there were like ten episodes with no intro because you guys are so oh, tired yeah, of that. Yeah, song. we were, we just kept playing music or just doing no intro. No, you all. just came in. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I'm, I, I for some reason I thought it was the cancel Kanye. Joint. You botched the landing. 
We had another show then with Kanye in the title. I'm sure we have. I mean, it's Kanye. This is funny. Damn. I was fucking tweaking then. Alright, so it's probably been about sixty shows with the new uh with the new intro. About 50, 60 shows. Alright, this is uh what episode is this? One oh eight. I don't know where the fuck I got 55 from this. All right, so it's been about maybe 40 <laughs> It's shows. only been two weeks. <laughs> Come to think about That's funny as hell, man. Oh, I'm on episode 108. That shit still was going on. And that came in here with a whole narrative. Like, Yo, no, because... Uh, revisionist history is crazy. <laughs> Reasonable Doubt was a smash album. Politics uh, as usual. This was 123. Now see now that's the, the okay. new joint. So somewhere between fifty five and one twenty three, <laughs> the new intro yeah, started. Right. Okay. So I right. got time to figure that shit out right. right now. Well, well, that's pretty cool. Well, uh, once again, uh, I'm your host, C Diddy. I'm Matt. Uh, we waste so much time on this show. This, this, <laughs> we started recording at one twenty two. It's one twenty nine. Like oh, we've gotten bro, nowhere. Seven minutes. Where, where are we? Back where we started at. Like we are back, back to the fucking beginning. No. But the TRP original intro was just so like it was it was a punch in the mouth. It was like it was like MOP music. And he really incorporated all of the because he really listens to the show. YBODs, uh YDNs. Like it was it was just perfect. (laughs) It was a gumbo of perfection. Yeah. Yeah. But that goddamn production. Yeah. That guitar riff or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That was it was like uh it was like a JR Rodem beat. Remember him? Yeah. It was pretty good. I need Brasco to do something new. Yeah, it was like some NWO theme music. Yeah, we need something. Like we need something more. Twenty twenty one. I watched the other day. Um, they were showing the greatest pops in wrestling history because you know I'm still in cable, so yeah. I got like all these channels and shit. <laughs> no, still cable. So I got the WWE channel where they just like every randomly the the, the 50, 50 Mean Gene's fifty greatest oh. calls. It just be <laughs> random shit is on there, but they had the greatest pops in wrestling history. Yeah. And uh, number three, I don't know how I missed this, was at WrestleMania, the Generation X had got back together. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, Road Dogg, and uh, Billy Gunn, Gun. and all of them. You know, of course, China was dead, but X-Pac. Six-Pac, yeah. X was six, he, was, he was the one, two, three kid yeah. to start off. Then he was Six-Pac, then he was X-Pac. But they were all, like, had, like, a fight with somebody or whatever, and the shit was dying down, and they was like, we are the greatest... Uh, group in wrestling history and da 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 talking shit. And as they were going, the NWO music came on, and Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, they are, and they, oh my god, oh my. And, and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash could barely make it to the ring. That shit was crazy watching. Like Razor Ramon really went down fast. Yeah, motherfuckers, he never met a drug or alcohol he yeah, didn't like. Yeah, like I was like, damn, like Razor Ramon, like don't move nothing like he used nah. to. They was like barely getting up. Too sweet. Fucking arthritis creeping in. Fucking shoulder replacements and every fucking thing else. But yeah, they they came out and the crowd went crazy or whatever. I was like, damn, the NWO music definitely was. That shit was a time. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a time, man. But nonetheless, 
What are we doing today? Uh, doing a podcast, apparently. Uh, we're probably going to do this one and then do another one and then uh, go home. Yeah, me and Chad, we've been talking, man. We're a real company now. Yes. It's decent. Absolutely. It's lit. I need to hire uh, a PR person. Um, I reached out to somebody. Maybe if any of you out there uh, can spread the word to her and get her to actually answer her email, Philly PR girl. I uh, reached out to her. Uh, she's you know done a lot of great things as far as like helping people get their companies out there, spread the word, getting printed publications and stuff like that. So if any of you out there know her, put in a good word for TRPE, or if you know somebody else that's in the PR industry. Not your cousin that just graduated from college with a degree in PR. Yeah. Not your uh, your best friend that is doing PR on the side. I need a real reputable person. Like just because your gram is popping does not that mean does not make you a PR. You are a PR. Yeah, I need somebody that actually like when people call, when you call, people answer and they not say what's up, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, what's up, bitch? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get it for you, bitch. Yeah. I, I I don't need somebody to be Kenny Red on the phone when you call. I need them to know that you calling to handle business. Yeah. Kenny Red, goddamn. Uh, so yeah, so so uh, <laughs> the fact that we could always go to America is just funny. <laughs> it's the greatest shit. documentary yeah. of all time. What's so with your Kenny Red ain't shit. Same old suit, just reheated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pimp, uh, same shit yo, a pimp yo, do. Yo, yo, you know how to groove how a pimp move. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is so fucking funny. Same old suit, just reheated. Uh, so yeah, so we, I need to hire PR. I need to hire uh, a personal assistant for the show, and then a vi- and a video intern because we we're we're going to just sometimes you got to do it yourself, right? So uh, I need to hire a video intern, preferably of Asian descent. For some reason, they know their way around a computer, yeah, and video footage. For some reason, I was like watching Rolling Loud videos, uh, video recaps all weekend, and you just see that l- little Asian guy right on stage with that camera. I'm like, he knows some shit. Yeah. I need you know, uh, Bob Vulgaris. Um, you ever read his story? No, you've told me about him, but I've never actually read his story. Um, he works for the Mavericks now. He's like the oh, head shit. of their. What is he for the Mavericks? The um. Taylor's about to pull up. He's something with their analytical. Yeah, it's something with their data. Yeah, it's something with their ad- analytical staff. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Mark Cuban is like all about analytics and shit. Long story short, Bob Vulgaris was the NBA's number one better right. at one point. He- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. He was betting a million dollars a day on NBA games. Oh, and the way he made his fortune was he took a futures bet for the Lakers to repeat as champions in 2000 and 2001. So he put the bet in at the end of the 99 season. Damn. And he was just like Shaq and Kobe are their next. So he took a futures bet where, you know, you can like you can go in there now and bet on who wins the championship right. next year. I think the Bucks are paying off at like plus 800. Uh, it's crazy that the Sixers are like eighth or ninth on that list. They like, must know some shit. We don't know. Because I'm thinking like Ben Simmons isn't getting traded. The, y'all are going to be in the same predicament y'all are be. Y'all they they be allegedly there. offer Ben to everybody. <laughs> they like, now nah, we good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Tobias, though. Like, yeah, that was just on that. <laughs> yeah, the other one. We'll, yeah. t- we'll take the other light skin. But phone. long story short, he wound up taking a futures bet on the Lakers to repeat as okay. champions. So that's a wild futures bet to take. Because most casinos will let you do that. For whatever, because yeah. it's like not only do you have to win this championship when the season's over, your ticket ain't even good yet because you got to come back and win the next. That's a wild ass futures today. Yeah. But he took it, and of course, he it, hit and, and, and in hindsight, the Lakers went on a three peat. And you know there have only been three three peats in like modern right. basketball, so it was just like the the thought that they would do it. He was like he wasn't even thinking that far into it. Like 
oh, they're going to three-peat because it's right. only happened twice. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, But he did hit the back-to-back, John. Apparently, it was like millions of dollars that he won from the shit. And that's what set him up. But long story short, the reason I'm saying this is because you just said you need an Asian because they know some shit. <laughs> Excuse me. He hired a Asian mathematician to become his, like, analytical... That's how he got into the analytics of sports betting. Told you they know some shit. And he actually did an interview in the ESPN magazine. It's like a, it's like one of the most famous ESPN magazine interviews ever. But the picture is him standing in front of all the TVs in his living room. Yeah. And I remember that shit like went viral because it was like, what the fuck? He literally had like eight 50-inch TVs in his living room because he's like, yeah, I watch, I got to watch every basketball game every night, you know, because he was betting on the shit. Yeah. But in the article, he basically breaks down how he wanted to get mm. into the analytical side of Games and he's like a lot of people consider him like the I guess forefather of where the game went with the analytics. That's yeah. why he now runs the analytical department for the Mavericks. And he was like, it was so much deeper than him than who averages the most points and who who has the best road right. record. Where it's like, you know, PPR and you know uh, plus minus. You know how all that shit is like. You know, if you go to ESPN for like basketball stats and hit all stats, it'll tell you that shit on yeah, the yeah, stat yeah. line now. Yeah. Like, what should the, they give you the PER off rip? That's like the first stat oh, you see. Your now. plus minus is right next to points. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, you scored thirty three, but you was a negative six, and right. like we almost fucking lost this game because <laughs> you was. Like, that shit is crazy. Long story short, though, he hired an Asian mathematician. To help him do the analytical uh, work, put the model together for his model. Yeah, the Asian mathematician he hired was thirteen. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like that's how crazy that shit was. But boy was like a brainiac that he hired. Yeah. And he, you know, they wound up making a lot of fucking money. Yeah, could help hard to find. Yeah, not in Asia though. No, <laughs> hell, you there? Yeah, thirteen year old, come with me. Hello, folks. I'm here for your son. <laughs> I, I need him to. Help me gamble on these <laughs> fucking basketball <laughs> games. But yeah, he did that shit and never looked back. Damn, that's amazing. He was amazing. betting a million dollars a day. Fuck. Yeah. Crazy. Him and Billy Walters. And you know, Billy Walters was the NFL nigga. Right. And Billy Walters, you know, he's, he's like in jail. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But he was doing that shit times six with the NFL shit. And he literally had people where like, he had weathermen that were working for him. He had like grounds <laughs> crews that were working for him where like, he had people that could get onto the NFL field and test the soil to see, like, the density of the fucking natural grass coming into the game where it's just like, oh, they had – he's. I remember one John I was watching where he said in uh, Oakland, because, you know, the Raiders shared their stadium with the Athletics. Yeah. Apparently that week it was – the Athletics had three games. To, uh, one of them was a back-to-back. Then there was some type of monster truck Rally shit at So that. he knew the ground Was all fucked up And then there, they had a storm And it was like One of the only And he like The grounds crew told him Was like The field is completely junk And they went out there The Raiders played Like the Broncos And was like they're, they're, No one's gonna be able To go up and down This fucking field And he took the under For like a million and a half And the, the score was like Seven to three and shit. Like <laughs> this shit was nuts Watching it But he wound up Going to jail For like some money Embezzlement And crazy shit But he had a real crazy E60 interview yeah. And he was showing How like he does all of the shit to how he could move lines. Like if he bets a certain amount on this joint, the line of move, line of move, and this and he was showing how people be going through his trash, trying to figure out what he's betting on. And da da da. Long story short, you know who? You know he had to get runners. You know when you bet that big, you yeah. need runners, like because yeah. you can't get these. You know they'll start limiting you. Like Rod talks about that. Right. Like literally, uh, Valley Forge. Like, yeah, like oh, you Raheem Palmer from like, Action Yo, Network. You, you can't bet quarters. You can't bet hash. You can't do like that. Shit is crazy. Yeah. Like I've literally gone to casino with him a couple times, and we'll go to put a bet in, and like. 
if you'll watch people come up and put a three-team or a four-team in a football, Delaware Park, and I always say it, when you put your slip in and it goes in the machine and your ticket comes right out, they don't got no confidence in that, John. Like, yeah. But you go up there and put a three-teamer in and go in and it say, needs approval, I'll be like, what you got? Because <laughs> like, that shit, they know. Like, they really do. Like, they set these lines for a reason. Yeah, exactly. The shit is, it's not a, a, a joke. They really, like, how you, like, Billy Walter say he got the, uh, I mean, uh, Babu Garris at the Asian Bowl. Like, you, they got teams like real life staffs where all they do is focus on the analytical data right. and the stat of a game that's about to happen so they that's why the line moves yeah oh so and so ain't come to practice Tuesday oh line go up too yeah, like that <laughs> shit is real that's how it works yeah. so Billy Walters was was showing the shit and how he had runners and shit you know who one of his runners like this is how he got his start out there in LA Ashton Kutcher Holy shit When he first came to LA He was broke You know what I mean yeah. So he started running for LA for, for Billy Walters in Vegas Cause he needed bread and shit But he was one of Billy Walters Original runners Like running to put bets in At all the different casinos Holy for him shit Yeah Ashton Kutcher talked about it In one interview and shit Like it's crazy <laughs> as fuck How all that shit worked And he was showing how He was betting all his money In golf with uh, What's the dude who won the Masters With the wild ass pants Back in 91 Crazy ass Drunk motherfucker um, Oh uh, Who won the Masters in 91 Oh, what the fuck is He went like name? two majors that year. I, I can't think of his name. About. He always wore the wild ass pants. And he was like a crazy drunk, be cursing motherfuckers out. Um Damn. Who won the match? Just type in who won the Masters in 91? Masters, 1991. Say Ian Woosnam was the winner. Yeah, that's not the guy you're looking for. <laughs> 92 then. Oh, uh, Daly. John, John Daly. Daly. Yeah, John Daly. He was showing how he was doing all this crazy shit with John Daly on the golf course. And he was like, yeah, Billy Walters, we would be out there like, he said, we'd be having a normal day, you know, $10,000 a hole. You know, nothing crazy. <laughs> he said, Billy Walters, show up. He wanted to do $300,000 a hole. And he, he literally showed a John where it was him, Stephen Wynn, who owns oh, Wynn win. in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, what was the, the brothers that own the Kings? They own the Palms. Oh, fuck. The Loofs. The Loofs. Like, you on a golf course with like casino owners, yeah. So it's like, yeah, we not betting five grand. Uh, uh. Yeah, let's make it interesting. Yeah, make this shit interesting. I remember he was coming off like the whole eight. He was like, yeah, I'm up six hundred thousand for the day. So you know, <sighs> like, <laughs> like the motherfucker's just rich beyond belief. But yeah, they they got real real interesting stories. Yeah. When you really get into they Jones, but that betting shit like analytical data is really where it's at, and it's like the Asians, yeah. They yeah. got that shit on smash. What J Cole say? I, I, I um um I'm good with math like I'm Asian. No race bait entry to beat like PlayStation. Like that shit is real. Like they just they understand certain things. Just yeah. it's credits, but even like with the credit shit. When you go on YouTube and you watch these like credit videos and you watch somebody black, it's a bunch of black women that do it, a bunch of black guys that do it, yeah. and they like, look, man, I can tell y'all how to hack the system. I can tell y'all how to like finesse the, the you know, and then you see the white guys who do, it and it's just like, all right, folks, I'm gonna tell you what the best credit card is for 2001, you know, quarter three, mm -hmm. whatever. You watch some Asians with the boy Seb, he was like, actually, you get a 50% return on interest, you get a point, right. point four. Like they just you know. You apply it this time, and then if you do this, you get a 10% return on interest in the first three months if you can break down this, that, and the third with the spend. But then, you know, if you go to the Chase portal, then you actually get 25%. So you're talking about a 12.6% return. Like, they, <laughs> they just break them numbers down <laughs> crazy as fuck all the time. 
So it's like, yeah, it's always good to have one around. Definitely need some yeah. Asians on the TRPE staff. All right, real quick before we get started, we actually have a, a rundown today. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, some admi- administrative stuff. First and foremost, man, shout out to and thank you to everyone on Patreon. Uh, the Patreon audience continues to grow despite all the nonsense and the circumvention that's going on on the platform. Uh, we're currently at 433 patrons as of today. Uh, we're lot- making the push for 500. We're making, that's our goal, so get is the on five. the Patreones. Yes. So my Spanish listeners, Bianca, all y'all out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. I wonder what it is in Spanish. What patron? Pa- I, I, I say patriones, but <laughs> I'm, I'm positive that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll bet you a thousand dollars that that's not it. I told you, my man said he's like, yo, how you say car in Spanish? El car. El car. Jefe. <laughs> what? Jefe. Jefe. Yeah. No, I can't. J e f e. Ain't I thought that that's was boss. boss. I put in patron. That's what it said. P a. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-O-N? Yeah. Oh, so apparently they have limited words <laughs> in Spanish and a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has multiple, multiple uh, meanings. Yeah, oh, sure. that and it also translates to Patreon. So it's the same. Okay. It says Riolio. Oh, this is Patreon in South Africa. <laughs> where are we? <laughs> I typed in. <laughs> where are we at? I typed in. Pa- I don't know why I was in South Africa. Patreon. In I thought Spanish. they spoke English in South Africa. In Spanish. There we go. Yeah, it's not giving me nothing. All right, cool. All right. Lingue. Yeah, I'm positive that's not it neither. No, that's Patron. Patrona, Mercedes Caliente, something's hot. Spanish with Matthew. <laughs> New segment. I know Spanish. Caliente mean hot. <laughs> Listen, the Patreon Caliente. <laughs> Muy Caliente. <laughs> All is the same. The Patreon is Caliente. Yeah. So uh, we're we're currently at uh, four hundred and thirty-three patrons as of today. Uh, lots of additional content and valuable credit information on there. We're over 30 episodes on the Patreon already, so it's definitely growing. Uh, VIP tier, a lot of cre- added credit information, direct you know, contact to me and Matthew. I found it. Okay. The artist became successful thanks to his patron support. So if you are a patron of a Patreon, you are a patri- Patrocinda Senadores. Patrocinadores. 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 The Pedro Senadores is muy caliente. Is muy caliente. No, you are a Patreon, whatever that word is. <laughs> if you're on the Patreon, the Patreon would actually be a Patreon-ador. Okay. Since we have the Patreon, we are Patreon Doors. Got it. And they are Patreon Doris. Got it. I think. <laughs> that could I, all be wrong. What, what <laughs> Disclaimer, this could all be wrong. Like this could all we yeah. that could have all been nothing another nothing segment of the show. <laughs> and they also have protectors in Spanish. I don't, I don't know if anybody needs that. Getting nowhere fast. 146 <laughs> got nowhere. What be the name of the show? Getting nowhere fast. Getting nowhere fast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
long story short, sign up to the Patreon. Sign up to the Patreon right. today. We, we have tiers starting as low as $5 yeah. up to $20.21. Shout out to our good friend, uh, Kima, who owns uh, Brandilly Marketing and then also has uh, licensing for a lot of HBCU merchandise and things like that. He was a early, early supporter of the show as far as like buying ad whole campaigns, five shows at a time, stuff like that. So definitely shout out. He did our original up. banner. Yes, he did yeah. our original pop-up banner. Kima, if you're listening, we need a new banner. Uh, please hit me up uh, on the Patreon or, or you know, or uh, send me an email. Uh, we need to get a new pop-up banner. A couple of them, actually, like two of them. Uh, so, Shout out to Kima from Brandilly Marketing. Y'all need any uh marketing, mass marketing material, stuff like that, billboards, design, shit like that. Holla at him. He's a fantastic person, and that's a black-owned business. All right, so real quick, uh, merchandise, 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 new merch alert. Computers Putin and Poor Stories and War Stories merch are now available at officialtrpe.com. It is not just tees. Uh, we got hoodies, phone cases, tote bags, pillows, all kind of cool shit. Uh, we are back on T Public. Apparently, the server was messing up this morning. I tried to order some stuff so i just told everybody that said they was having issues with the site give it a couple hours let it refresh it's not our portal on there it's probably the whole website that's uh messed up right now you know what i'm saying so uh give it it's a minute back, it's back up i was back working okay mm -hmm. all right so, but it was i had the checkout was the, was the messed up part ah, okay. yeah uh, mitch was like yo i know i got he's like i got money on this paypal and i tried four different credit cards and none of this shit worked so uh I just told him wait a couple hours, wait till like you know seven it's eight. Horror stories and war stories design is all fire. Like, yeah, hey, I definitely got to order one of these. Yeah, shout out to our uh, graphic designer Raj at RC Graphics. Follow him on uh, social media. Uh, he does all types of uh, graphic uh, designs, installations, vinyl car wraps, all kind of shit. Like Raj is the uh, is the real fucking deal. So uh, shout out to him and. Um, yeah, so that merch is up in addition to all the PUA uh, All-Star shirts, uh, Media Mondays, Y'all Weird, all kinds of stuff. So we got a bunch of different uh, merchandise out now on the website, officialtrpe.com, which will link you directly through uh, T Public And the Computers Putin Poor Stories and War Stories shirts are on sale right now, $13 for the first two days. Uh and yeah, that, it's up. So go in there, buy like three, four, five shirts, being as though they thirty five percent off, uh, so that we can continue to fund this operation here. Um, other than that, man, I got nothing else admin wise. We do have a sponsor today. We'll get into that a little bit later. Shout out to them for uh, sponsoring the show. Uh, where do you want to start, man? Doctor Dre, because <laughs> people lost it this fucking yeah. week. Yeah, <clears throat> just like I. You ever see people giving opinions on shit where it's just like this is above your pay grade. This is yeah, yo, you aren't you aren't really even classified to have this opinion. Yeah. Like Shaq say all the time, I got G fourteen classification. I can speak on certain shit. Like, I look at this like it's one of those situations where it's like if your opinion goes a certain way, cool. But the second your opinion goes somewhere else, you don't have the classification, the quality, <laughs> right. like. Right. Like, like, like with credit scores, like you can really be like, oh, like the, the, the Amex Platinum is trash. Like, why would you spend $600 a year to have a fucking card that you can get the same benefits from like, you know, an American, in, uh, an, uh, an American Express Blue Cash Prefer and it'd be like, bro, you can't get the Platinum. Yeah. Like, this isn't <laughs> like you get the access to the Centurion Lounge. What's that? Like, this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> you're like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, this is like, and that, that's like, I saw so many people, real, really guys, you know what I'm saying? I saw yeah. so many men. A lot of projecting. Speaking this week on this situation and being so like, 
I've said it before. I think you've even said it. Like, there be times where it's like, I be like, all right, you niggas is tripping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like the, the hyper-masculinity yeah. shit comes out, like, a little bit too much. And it just be yeah. like... Maybe you niggas really just didn't have a mom. Right. Or you don't have like a woman in your life. Yeah, you don't have no endearing bones in your body toward women to understand that sometimes you got to give a little to get a lot. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like at the end of the day, she was married to the man for almost 15 years. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. She was married to the man in California. Yeah. For 15 years. The fact that Dre is apparently in a settlement situation where he's paying $300,000 a month for you, yes. You drive a tow truck for the parking authority. <laughs> yes. 300,000 sell, sell a little platinum cushion on the side. It's like three, $300,000 <laughs> a a month is Yeah, that should have wrecked your universe. It it it'll flip you up 300,000 so over 300,000 years of fuck some of these <laughs> niggas up. <laughs> So I got into a stack of years. What you telling me? Like yeah. a year? Yeah, it, you gonna you gonna flip side like PD and free. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Kill it's, everybody. Yeah, but for Dr. Dre, three hundred thousand dollars a change. month. Nothing. I I I imagine that Dr. Dre probably has the best legal team you could probably have. Yeah, I have to imagine that. You know, like yeah, let's let's real quick. I'm not to cut you off. Let's frame it. Dr. Dre, billionaire. Dr. Dre, one of the most important figures in the history of hip-hop. Dr. Dre, executive for the most cash-rich company in the universe. You know he has a super-duper legal team. Like You ever drive past the traffic court on 8th Street and see the, the, the lawyer with the patch? <laughs> Like I know the Lord with the fucking with uh, the forces with, with the forces on or got a motherfucking peg leg and shit. This is not those levels of attorney. <laughs> My man actually used him, the one with the patch. <laughs> I remember we was at the traffic. Just turn court. yourself in, dog. And the guy walked in. And he and he was like, "Here come the lawyer boy now." And I'm like, "With the patch?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "You're going to jail for murder." <laughs> it was a traffic fine. They're gonna charge you with Hoffa. <laughs> like yo, so it's like I'd I like know. to present some new evidence. <laughs> the, the state has some. They got a knife in a ziplock bag. <laughs> Apparently, uh, in addition to running the red light, uh, Mr. Walters stabbed fourteen people. <laughs> we were covering his DNA <laughs> and broad and shunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I know Dr. Dre don't got the lawyer with the patch. No, fuck so that. I have to assume that when that was presented presented to him, that his legal team was like, nigga, we won. Yeah. Sign this joint. Because at the end of the day, Dr. Dre is a billionaire. Not a fake billionaire. No, a real billionaire. Not like uh Ace Hood or any of these <laughs> other people. You know what I'm saying? Ace. Cause they said they had to woke up in the Bugatti and just didn't have a Bugatti. Like it's like it's not one of those situations. Yeah, he's, like, like he's a real b boy. Like what Jay Z say, uh, rap about it now. Hope to get it later. Like no. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba da ba ba ba. Dr. Dre is really a B-boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's really, like, indoctrinated into the executive boards of the biggest corporations 
out this motherfucker. Drake makes like a hundred million a year. Dog, they said it was supposed to be like at, on a on a bad year of sixty five. Yeah. It's like, yo, what the fuck going on? Is y'all okay? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? It's like, like, you created Dre Beats. Dre Beats became the biggest worldwide phenomenon as far as personal audio. Yeah. Dre Beats then wound up signing multi-deals with car manufacturers to put Dre Beats in cars yes. and on computers and on televisions. And phones. And like, <laughs> you you got to understand something. He did all of that and then sold it to Apple. Yeah. And part of the deal with Apple was like, we're going to give you X amount of stock and make you an executive board member. Yeah. Like, this paper's never running out. No, it's unlimited Ever. money. Ever. Not to mention, Dre and Jimmy created the software that is now Apple Music. Right. Beats Audio is Apple Music. Like, mm -hmm. Apple Music is Beats Audio, rather. Like, they took their streaming site idea and made it into Apple Music. Apple's radio <laughs> is Beats One Radio. Yes. Like... <laughs> This isn't a joke, niggas. I'm really yeah, a this billionaire. Is, this is not your cousin's uh, cleaning company. No. That he picked up off of us, off of some guy on the street. Like, this is a real multinational yeah. corporation. Yeah. Like how Pharrell and him had, like, Billionaire Boys Club yeah. and none of the boys in the club. <laughs> We're billionaires. Like, this isn't that. No, no, it's different. These are real billionaires. Yeah. You're talking. Like, Jimmy Iovine's really, really up there at that status. Yeah. He's up there. David Geffen. This nigga's worth, like, $7 billion. Like, yeah. they're billionaires. Todd yeah. Motzkowitz, all these dudes, they're filthy fucking rich. Yeah. So it's like Dr. Dre is in that type Dre of is, shit. Dre was so rich that... When they were doing the last round of funding, when they knew they was about to sell Beats to Apple, they called all of their friends and was like, give me 100000 give me 200000 and got them more rich. Yeah. LeBron James like, and Serena Williams. LeBron and now just crossed a billion dollars, like yeah. on the court, like still playing basketball. And it's like, yeah, he made 360 on the court and then made 700 off, off the, the motherfucker. Court, yeah. Shit like that. They said the undisputed is is being tested for sale at a valuation of seven hundred and fifty million. Dog, Kendrick made a boatload of money off of that. Eminem made a boatload of money off of that. It's just like yeah, like this. Tyrese even made some money right. off of that. They almost fucked it up. <laughs> First hip hop billionaire Dog. baby on what? Facebook, no doubt. How the boy come in for future? You get your big ass out of here, bitch. <laughs> like he was with Tyrese. Get your black ass fuck out of here. Like, but no, really, like he made that much money. So when you're talking about bringing in. Hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of your marriage yeah. in a state like California, and from what I read and saw, Dre ripped the plane up. up. Yeah, in California, she could have went full Linda Hogan. Yeah, for like sure. full on Linda Hogan. Hulk lost seventy percent of his shit in that divorce. She took and she was cheating. Yeah, she, Hulk said, "I guess it's time to get back in the ring, brother." Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> they gotta go back on the road. Now, when, granted, Hulk wound up getting paid from the lawsuit and all that from shit with the, with the porn yeah. and shit. He got another hundred million, so he, you know, Hulk, the Hulk's there straight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The Hulk of maniacs is eating the vitamins <laughs> and shit again. It's up, but she could have went full Linda Hogan no in California. Bullshit. You can hit him off a of fifty percent of that. You saw she was on the tip, like, "Yo, I need two mil a month while we figure this shit out." And they was like, all right. Yeah. And he tried to fight her on the two mil. The bitch was, not to call her bitch, but the bitch was stressing him out so bad he had a brain aneurysm. Uh, aneurysm. And then he came out of it and was like, give her the two mil. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I can't deal with this shit. <laughs>
So it's, when they come with the stipulation of 300000 a month to our broke asses, what the fuck? Well, to y'all broke asses. Because yeah. my broke ass got some sense. <laughs> right. It's like it's broke and then it's like dumb broke. <laughs> I'm not dumb broke. Right. I understand the world. Yeah, my millions is coming. Yeah. Y'all going to be where y'all going to be at forever. 300000 a month sounds like a lot when you... You know, got the the Papa John sign on top of your car. Yes, three hundred thousand is a lot of fucking money a month. But for Doctor Dre, it's like fam, it's a relief. He like woo whoo. I thought she was gonna hit me for seven fifty. Now the stipulations is three hundred thousand dollars a month in support until or unless she gets married yeah. or dies. So the reality of it, like I had to break it down for my homie the other day. He's like, how? Because I tweeted it. I'm like, three hundred thousand for Dre a month is a win. a win. And he's like, how the fuck is that a win? And I'm like, all right, so let's. This, these are the facts again. Analytics. Yeah. Doctor Dre is fifty years old. She's fifty years old, right? He has to give her three hundred thousand dollars a month, right? Until or unless she gets married or dies, right? Yeah. Three hundred thousand dollars a month. You know how much that is a year? 3.5 million 3.6 You know what I'm saying 3.6 million dollars a year Dr. Dre makes 60 to 100 million dollars a year Not including the money he has Or the stock he has I'm talking about the money he makes yeah, Talking about giving her Less than 5% of his, Less than 5% of, of your revenue. annual fucking income yeah. To your ex-wife for 15 years In California with no prenup right. So giving her less than 5% of the money That he grosses a year and I don't gotta touch shit that I got. Yeah. I ain't gotta go in the stash at all. That's a victory. And he has to do this until she gets married. You made a point. She's not getting married. She, again. She's financially no. incentivized to never get married. No, there's no reason for her to get married. No. It's like, I don't, w w even if you do, you know, meet Boris Cujo, it's just no yeah. reason yeah. to marry the man. You know what I'm saying? You, she gotta meet a Saudi prince. Yeah. Well, not Boris Cujo, because he's married. But, uh,. I don't know Blair Underwood yeah. I, You know somebody yeah. You know what I'm saying <laughs> Fucking I don't know Fucking uh, what, What's the, Ryan Clark Any yeah, fucking she, body it's she, like, she's, she's at a point Where she has to do A forensic accounting analysis On anybody She's even considering marrying Right It's like nigga The dick good All that shit is cool We go on these dates But I'm not getting married To your broke ass right. like, you, you gotta bring in Ten times what I'm yeah, getting. I'm guaranteed this, right, for life in perpetuity. I'm guaranteed this unless we work out a lump sum settlement. Exactly. I'm guaranteed this, so you gotta come with five <sighs> x what I'm getting because I need to know that not only do you got enough money to handle the lifestyle, you can guarantee me what I'm already locking down. Exactly. So it's like when you look at the like the logistics of it, I'm like, yo, he's paying her three point six million dollars a year. So let's say, okay, she don't get married. They're 50. Yeah. Average lifespan for a black woman, I want to say, is 73. Yeah, I was going to say like 75. So it's like, let's say she lives 20 more years. 3.6 times 20 is 72. Let's say, let's give her 25 years. Yeah. 3.6 times 25 is 90. So you're talking about Dre might have to give her $90 million being worth a billionaire right now. Over the next 25 years. Over the years. next 25 years. And when he makes that a year. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> he got to take one year where he's like, all right, I ain't making nothing this year. Technically, but he has. I sold a bunch of headphones this month, <laughs> so I'm gonna pay next year now. Exactly, and that way, you know, I, like, like I said, when when, when the now news, niggas pay up on a yeah. cable bill. That's <laughs> when the, when the news show. broke, I was like, man, he should just. I would just pay it a year at a time, like to where it's like, yo, if you fuck the money up, did that show the court how irresponsible you are? And at some point, I might be able to get out of this shit. Like, I would just pay it in lump sums. 
I would never. I would never make the monthly. My monthly payment would be okay. This get this twelve months, and and let that and let the chips fucking land where they may. But at some point, he's going to give her a settlement. It will be less than twenty percent of his net worth. Mm-hmm. The Jeff Bezos divorce already set the table for what it's going to be, and there was the presence of infidelity that was provable in his marriage. None of this shit never hit the tabloids. It wasn't a big fucking deal, and he just gave her her money, and then he ended up fucking seven xing what he gave her right. through the pandemic. Right. Because it's not a thing. Like it's just a function of <laughs> Jeff Bezos divorce. on Mars right now. <laughs> <laughs> You think he missing that? Not uh, giving a fuck. You think he missing that two hundred million or whatever the fuck he gave? Yo, him? Jeff Bezos came back down from the space job. People went nuts. They was picketing and rioting. Like <laughs> your workers is making thirteen dollars an hour, and you spending all this money to go into space. Like why don't you give it to your workers? Jeff Bezos was like fire the spaceship. We going back <laughs> up. I want to hear this shit. Like, they tripping on yeah, Earth. They tripping on Earth. Say <laughs> <laughs> slide. We, we out of this job. Fucking tripping on Earth. So it's just like, yeah, it's like when you look at the the overall logistics from it, I'm like, the Dre situation is a that's a victory. Like you got a billion now, you got five hundred million dollars in Apple stock, you got the biggest fucking audio situation on the planet. You an executive over there, you making like think about how crazy that is that you're making anywhere from eight to nine figures a year. Right. Like yearly. Like your yearly has a potential to be nine fucking figures. Yeah. You're not tripping off a three point six million with yeah, your ex wife. Just because just not. It's just be it's a, it's just a bill. Like it just becomes a bill. Like it's just part of what gotta go out. Dr. Dre, I know people that have been around him. He takes ten million dollar vacations. Like, well, he'll literally buy out the whole island and bring a hundred people. Bro, we I have it on good authority that Dr. Dre legitimately spends what you make a year on jam sessions at his house. <laughs> we got that information. Like yes. this nigga just pays real life bands and musicians and everything to just come over and create. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Eight music that he has no plan on putting out just because he loves music. Listen to the snares for seven hours. That's Dre shit. Like how we spend money on like, you know, good weed and burgers and shit. That's how Dre treats like right. the the upper echelon shit of life. He's not tripping off that fucking money, yo. But I saw so many like guys like what I wish that like, you know, full uh who you with. Niggas went full <laughs> who you with. Like I wish the fuck I would. You know what I'm saying? Give a bitch this, that, and the third, and, and it's just like it, it life is not gonna be kind, man, for some of y'all. Like it's just not. Like it, it just the, the these attitudes and his energy is just like 
Bro, you got kids with the woman. Like right. you got, you had a life. You with just want to, you want to starve her. You want right. to have nothing. Like it just, it's a reality <laughs> of it. Like trust and believe, people with way less money than Dr. Dre have paid alimonies and child support oh, for sure. and every fucking thing else. It's not going anywhere. And it actually hurt them to do so. Right. And they still had to pay it. Like, like the way niggas that like are in our realm of life be like, y'all yeah, only got three more years on child support. Trey is not going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be doing that. You imagine him on his $10 million vacation. Like, boy, 80, 86 more months, baby. Like, we, <laughs> you know they said that life expectancy for black women just went down. <laughs> I'm saying I, I might get out of this joint two, three years early. You never know. Yeah. See, I found out she always go to Shake Shack. You know, I'm fucking a little bitch at Shake Shack. So when she order fries, my little bitch be double salt all over. <laughs> like, no. Like, Trey's not going to be doing any of this. His life is not going to change. He's chilling. He's not even thinking about this woman. No. But I saw so many people with these reactions, and I just was like, well, I started reading some of the comments on the post. I was just like, what the fuck am I missing? One yo? thing I can tell you is, I'm team niggas like 98% of the time. Y'all niggas getting hard to defend, yo. boy. <laughs> y'all, y'all motherfuckers making it real difficult, man, because like y'all just like take all sense out of everything and just jump straight out the window without a parachute, man. Like It's not a good look. Bro, jump straight out the motherfucking window. And I'm just like, yo, like, y'all are looking at this through your lens. Yes. Like, looking at a rich man's problem through a poor man's lens. And it's, and it's not, it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Bingo. Because you're missing the mark here. Yeah. This is a cost of doing business. This is a cost to now Drake and go fucking fuck April Jones or whatever other young bitch he want in peace. In peace. Because he ain't got to deal with this shit. Yeah. And you bringing fucking evidence to court. This is him, your honor. Yeah. <laughs> He was on the balcony getting or, getting fellatio. Look, yeah. like you got to deal with all this bullshit. Like Dre had an aneurysm last year, bro. Dre, like, yo, listen, I just want this shit to be over with. Yeah. How much? A word? All right. Cool. He turned around to his his legal team. They all like, thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> like, fuck it, bet. Let's go. Because realistically, she could have like. She could have hurt him. Not yeah. hurt him, but she could have really well, dented. She, she tried. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get fucked up. No, I'm not even talking about with the smut. I'm yeah. talking about like, fine. Like she could have really dug in and been like, yo, I want some of the Apple money. I want some of oh, the yeah, stock. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want some of this, that, and the third. I yeah, want. Because, I mean, he's. I old. want Easy E's first. I'm like, <laughs> like but she don't even have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just silly shit. Anything. I want, the, I want the Masters of Lethal Injection. That's Ice Cube. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> Right. Real shit. I want your ownership in the Dodgers. I don't own any of the Dodgers. <laughs> That's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit, nigga. Same shit. Real talk. So, you know, is what it is. Yeah, this is so like people don't understand billionaire problems are not normal people's no. lives. It's just no. it's just not. It's like when I see these things arise, I just know like there's such thing as called precedent when you talk about the law. And any type of interaction, whether it be criminal or civil. And when I saw the Jeff Bezos divorce and how smooth it went and how much he had to give up, I'm like, this is the new precedent for mega billionaires in the state of California. 15 to 20 percent. Like you ain't giving up much more than that, because at the end of the day, a lot of this money is in anodized trusts and deferred mm -hmm. this and that and corporate interests and you Technically own eighty percent, but on paper it say you own thirty one. Once you start talking about like that VC shit, where it's just like you don't know where that money is. Right? That money is magic. Yeah, like, it's, it's not. It's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, an, a, it's an illusion. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's all a fucking. It's like yeah, I have it, but I don't have it. Like I don't have that money. Like multi billionaires don't have multi billions just sitting in the bank. No. That's not how this shit works. Like, like not trying to be funny. I don't know if anybody's bust a big enough check. 
Like I, you know, like I, I, I've done it where it's like where the check is like, you know, you talking about high fives or, or low sixes. Yeah. You go to the bank, they will dead ass be like, uh, we need to one thirty. Like we even got to make sure we could just give you eighty thousand dollars. Exactly. Yeah, we got it, but it's like it's a line. <laughs> you know what I'm we don't know what these niggas need. <laughs> <laughs> like real shit. So it's like that money just isn't. Did you see the dude? He went to the bank and tried to take out like it was like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in they, Canada. Yeah, and they called the and then like when I finally got into the story, it was like the people were saying like they weren't saying no, you can't take your money. They was like no, we gotta like we can't just give that to you like. Yeah, we, we have to prepare for this. There's a jar of taffies. <laughs> Half a taffy. And just <laughs> wait a second. Like, we can't just, this isn't a check cashing place. Yeah. Like, we can't just do that. So it's like, yeah, Dre don't just got $600 million in a in a bag or in one of those little safe deposit boxes. <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that. So it's like, yeah, that shit is, the once you get to where it's like that type of money, like Kev always say, you hit your savings threshold, that shit is all over the yeah, fucking place. it's everywhere. That's just how it go. Like, Yeah. Unless you're the fucking nigga who won the lottery with the cowboy hat, you don't just have hundreds of thousands just lying the fuck around. Like, oh, y'all niggas took a hundred thousand from me. Guess what? I'll be back here the same time tomorrow Real. with a hundred more thousand. Real shit. Like it just don't work like that. Man, so. niggas got me again. <laughs> <laughs> niggas got me again. Ain't this a bitch? And they got me again. I'll be there. <laughs> Real shit. But yeah, pray for uh, everybody involved. Pray for y'all, y'all mental man, because y'all be tweaking. Y'all go somewhere left all the time with the, with the, uh, with the foolishness. Yes, man, for sure. I just got my poor stories and war story shirt, so it's up. Oh, so you you got the order through? Yeah. All right, cool. So the, the site is back working. Update, merch update. <laughs> the, the 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 processing is working on site. Real quick, man. Sponsor alert. Sponsor alert. Sponsor alert. It's first time in a long time we had one of these, man. Special shout out to Burgess Brothers Painting Company. Um, Trust Burgess Brothers for all your residential and commercial painting needs. They have over 15 plus years of professional painting experience in both interior and exterior. They also provide endless amounts of positive and enthusiastic testimonies from pre previous clients who have become friends, associates, and at the very least, repeat clients. Your project will be in great hands. Literally, go to www.burgessbrothersllc.com. That's Burgess, B-U-R-G-E-S-S, brothersllc.com today for your interior exterior painting needs also um beautiful wallpapering uh they also do limited like carpentry things as far as like finishes and wall finishing and things like that amazing company um somebody that i've known literally my whole entire life is the uh you know the ceo and the master painter that owns this company uh they used to do a lot of work for uh philly management and all of their buildings and things like that and now he's literally struggled out on his own so make sure y'all support it's a bl another black owned business that we stamping here at trpe burgess brothers painting company make sure i go to the website burgessbrothersllc.com and you can also follow the I'm on the gram at Burgess Bros LLC as well. I need some painting shit done. I might have to holler at this guy. He, he, the, he the man. I'm telling you, I'll uh, send you some of his uh, portfolio. He's the real deal. That's All right, uh, real quick. So the parking lot of my job recently closed, right? Okay. Yeah, I see your your, your <laughs> confusion, right? So we were using the park. You know, my depot is like one of the only depots that actually sits in the middle of a residential ghetto, yes. right? Yeah, like. All Midville, uh, 69th Street, Frankfurt, they have actual lots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Our depot is $27 Allegheny. It's just 
You've been to Twenty Seven Dollar Game <laughs> several times. So we were using the lot behind the depot to school. Oh, the right? school. Okay, the school. Whatever. We were using that lot. They was like, "Yo, this is a SEPTA lot." They gave out badges. This is just how like. Like I'm like I'm starting to think SEPTA is an LLC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like seriously, it's like they gave out badges to park on a property that we don't own. Right. This is this is how <laughs> hood businesses run. How, I'm like Man, how, how much to park thirty I'm cars? I'm like on how it? do we have there? We have actual SEPTA badge like people have yeah. on their rearview mirrors yeah. to park on this property that we don't own because <laughs> they just came out and was like yeah we don't own that. Um, somebody bought it so we we can't park on it no more. I'm like. <laughs> Fuck we the handshake deal we had expired. <laughs> How did we even have badge parking for this shit that we don't own? Long story short, the, the lot is closed. So now people are back to parking all over the streets, right? So I, you know, I I like I've I've been through nonsense up there when it comes to the cars. You know, someone stole my front license plate, you know what I'm saying? Someone hit my car. Like you you go through nonsense yeah. when you parked in the hood on the street. So I park on the motherfucking curb. So last week they like, oh, why are these cars parked on the curb? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, damn, I thought they wasn't worried about this stupid shit, especially with the lot being closed because it's really nowhere to park. These are people homes right. at the end of the day. Right, right, right. So long story short, I go to fuck the work. I come there the other day. I was like, all right, they don't want people parking on the curb. Okay, cool. I'm not going to park on the motherfucking curb. I'm going to park, you know, over on, I, I think I parked on, yeah, I was parked on 26th Street, like on 26th Street. Get off of work. Right, six mm-hmm. o'clock in the evening, nice out, sun out. You know, I get in my car, start my car, air conditioner on. I put my shit in reverse to back out of the spot. As I back out of the spot, this is what I see. You see what I'm saying? Somebody stole the damn glass off you. And I, I, as I look into my mirror to pull out on the street, I'm like, where the fuck is the mirror at? So my natural reaction is, did somebody hit this motherfucker? Like, I, is it on the ground? I get out, no scuffs, no scrapes. Someone came. And took the mirror out and disconnected the power wires. <laughs> and I just was like, that's a, that's, a, that's a GS? That's a GS? That's the joint I need. Damn, right there. Damn, I, was, I was about to go to LKQ, but fuck it. It's broad daylight, <laughs> but fuck it. Put my mask on. <laughs> put, put, put my mask on. Put my mask on. Nobody know this shit. Somebody took the glass out of my side view mirror. That's awful. And I'm like, I'm pissed about it, but I'm just like, at least he didn't fuck the wire enough. Right, so when I get look, my new one, looking. yeah, I can just plug and, plug and play. You know what I'm saying? Like, he like, I ain't going to do big man jerks like that. So... That, that's the frustration of, of the week It's like the, y'all got us parking out in the streets With this nonsense So long story short I have to order the glass And I'm doing that right now Yeah. And I'm on Rock Auto as you can see um, The glass for the replacement is twenty two seventy nine. Not mad at that Not bad Shipping Ground shipping is six ninety nine. <laughs> I'm like okay But it says ground shipping receive August 8th I'm like, bro, it's the 27th of the fucking Well, we ain't putting it on there until the first. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Now, you can get the DHL shipping for $10. You'll receive by August 7th. uh, A day day. for extra three bucks. Then they got FedEx Express. I received by July 30th for $18.99. That's damn near the price of the replacement mirror. How bad do you want this shit? Overnight shipping to receive by the July 27th is $97. <laughs> it's like, yo, where is y'all store at? Like, I'll just come get the damn mirror. And no, none of the, the auto places have the mirror on hand. Everyone has to order this. Yeah. Terrible. 
I called Lexus and I'm just like, yeah, I need to get a replacement mirror or whatever. She's like, oh, we could all have it overnighted. It'll be two seventeen. I'm like, yeah, I'll call you back. You know, I'll call you back. <laughs> hey, Rock, I'm back. Hey, Rock, what's going on? What's Rock, up, baby, I'm back. <laughs> what's up, Rock? <laughs> 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 You're silly as shit. But yeah, that's what I've been dealing with all weekend. Terrible. So I'm about to get the mirror now. So I'm going to pick what day of next week I actually want the mirror to come, and, you know, we'll figure that out. But yeah, you were you were going into more topics. That was just giving you my frustration. Yeah, that's, that was, uh, I appreciate it. All right, so we can do, we can do, we can do nigger news, or we can do news news. Well, we just did nigger news. Let's do some news Let's news. do some news news. All right, man. Uh, n- new new COVID alert is out here. It's us uh, going down. First, they was talking about the Delta uh, variant, and now there's the Lambda as well. Uh, the Delta is the name for the B.1.617.2. variant, a SARS-CoV-2 mutation that originally surfaced in India. The first Delta case was identified in December 2020 and the strain spread rapidly, soon becoming the dominant strain of the virus in both India and then Great Britain. Allegedly, 85% of new COVID hospitalizations are reported to be the Delta strain, with the vast majority of the people coming in being unvaccinated people, me and Matt. Uh, Five things to know about the Delta variant as published by Yale Medicine Study. One, Delta is more contagious than the other virus strains. Well, yeah. Well, duh. (laughs) It's a mutation. Uh. All right, so the strain spread rapidly, blah, 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 blah. By the end of July, Delta was the cause of more than 80% of new U.S. COVID-19 cases. The World Health Organization has called this version of the virus the fastest and fittest. In mid-June, the CDC labeled Delta as a variant of concern, using a designation also given to the Alpha strain that first appeared in Great Britain. The Beta strain that first surfaced in South Africa, the two Epsilon variants first diagnosed in the U.S., and the Gamma strain identified in Brazil. The new naming conventions for the variants were established by the World Health Organization at the beginning of June as an alternative to numerical names. It's actually quite dramatic how the growth rate will change, says Dr. Wilson. Delta is spreading 50% faster than Alpha, which was 50% more contagious than the original strain of SARS-CoV-2. He says, in a completely unmitigated environment where no one is unvaccinated or wearing masks, it's estimated that the average person infected with the original coronavirus strain will infect 2.5 other people. In the same environment, Delta was spread from one person to three and a half or four other people. Because of the math, it grows exponentially and more quickly. So what seems like a fair, modest rate of infectivity can cause a virus to dominate very quickly like we're seeing now. Delta is competing as out competing everything else and becoming the dominant string Two, unvaccinated people are at risk three delta could lead to hyper local outbreaks four there is still more to learn about delta and five vaccination is the best protection against delta so that's the delta variant then there's the lambda The SARS-CoV-2 lambda variant, also known as Lineage C.37, is a variant of SARS-CoV-2. It was the first detected in Peru in December 2020. On 14th of June 2021, the World Health Organization named it the lambda variant and designated it as a variant of interest. So there's a lot going on with COVID right now. There's all this speculation around where there be another shutdown. 
you know, how people, how fast are people getting sick? Is their information being suppressed or is this more propaganda to push people toward getting vaccinated? Uh, I heard some news information at the end of last week that said that uh, Biden is still trying to make the push to get us to 70 percent vaccinated as a nation right now. Only about we're just shy of about 50 percent as a country. So a lot of people in those red states and flyover states and shit like that that don't believe in uh, the vaccination are not getting vaxxed. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, either you you with it or you're not. And until they start to take certain civil liberties from people you have some people that are just never going to get the shit uh but according to all the data that's out there about the delta strain in particular having the vaccine lessens your likelihood that you will be able to get it because of the antibodies that it puts in your body and blah 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 blah, blah. so we did a lot of coverage on the original spread of covid19 last year uh and it seems like we're just starting to be able to get it under control. We just had fucking Rolling Loud this past weekend. A lot of the NBA arenas have, you know, were reallowing fans in there and shit like that. You saw outside of Milwaukee, they had like 60 to 80,000 people outside of the stadium in addition to 24,000 inside of the stadium the night that they won the uh, championship, things like that. So the gloves have, proverb the proverbial gloves have come off when it comes to COVID and all of the regulations and shit like that. And then now you're beginning to see places like the state of pennsylvania where governor wolf is like y'all probably should start wearing masks again y'all probably I, should start social distancing again y'all probably shouldn't be in close quarters with other human beings i saw two videos this week that were like mad funny first one was um delta showing up the rolling loud <laughs> and it was and it was uh the video of um what's the boxer that got knocked out um, Floyd, he he was Floyd Underling for a little minute. Oh, Broner, Adrian Broner, yeah, comedic remember, genius. And sometimes remember, remember the joint where he was doing the Dougie <laughs> yeah. when he got off the van. <laughs> it was like that's Delta pulling up the roller loud. <laughs> then it was in one of the bus groups I'm in on Facebook. It was like um, Delta getting on the bus at every stop, and it was Tyrese's Coca Cola commercial <laughs> when he got on the bus Sorry, singing this. <laughs> and it's just like. I do think it's kind of insane that us as Americans, right, as Americans, went so fast into, we went like zero to 100 mm -hmm. with like gatherings. It was literally like, don't be around no more than 10 people. Come to the game. <laughs> That's really how crazy yeah. it was. Rolling loud, 175,000 people. Like when the Texas, when, the, when they, when the, when they uh open up for the season texas stadium had forty one thousand people there like at the stadium you know what i'm saying that like for opening nice. night like so that fast we went back into like just everybody everywhere and you know for america to be running on the honor system is it's like the dumbest shit we could <laughs> could have possibly we're the done mo we're the most untrustworthy people of all time so like, for us to be running on the honor system is just i really stupidity. watched one of my homegirls she was like Man, I ain't doing no fucking vaccine. Fuck out of I don't fuck with vaccines. I ain't doing that shit. And then she was like going to like Puerto Vallarta or something. And I was just like, I thought you gotta have a vaccine. So she, oh yeah, my man got the card, fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Got two of them. You know, like you know, niggas show you. Do you need one? And I'm like, how much? Like that's how fucked up we are as people. How much is them Jones? Do we do a deal? So if I buy seven, I have I have people that want these shows. If I buy seven, do I get a deal? And I told you, watching when Jules went back to Qatar, like, just how different the process yeah. was. Like, he literally, for him to come here, had to already have a quarantine hotel booked in Qatar right. for when he went back. 
He went back. He's like, you come off the plane. They escort you straight to a van. Yeah. They take you straight to the quarantine hotel. You in there for a week. You can't leave. He was like, I'm talking about armed guards roaming each floor of the hotel and at the elevators. Like, you're not leaving. You in there for a week. After six days, they test you. You pass the test. You get to leave. Now you got to go back to your house. You quarantined at your house for seven days. Can't leave. Can't go outside. He's like, after six days there, they come test you again. You pass both tests. Now you've shown two positive, two negative tests in the last 14 days. You have an app on your phone. Your app will become green. And you got to use that to get into all the malls, restaurants, events, whatever, whatever. Like, beep, beep. Like, almost yeah. like, you know how you got, like, apps on your phone. He's like, it's like that. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> He like so. What y'all doing over there? I'm like a bull cell vax card. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga out front of the Home Depot with the card. <laughs> yeah, he do painting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Make your like, yeah. But that's America. Like we're running on the honor system with like the most unhonorable. What uh? What what what? King Beef. I'm not King. What's his <laughs> king name? Beef. What's his name? <laughs> we all about honor. Oh, King King King, <laughs> King Beef. King Beef. <laughs> Go King Beef. Go King Beef. But like we we niggas got no honor, and we running on the honor system. So it's just we doomed from jump. Yeah, for here sure. we fucked. We up. don't stand a chance. No, we don't stand a chance. Other places will be straight, but not in America. No, no. Like we we we're, we're fools for real, for real. Yeah. Like you know, and I like. I can understand if you don't want to get the vaccine or whatever. I, like I just said the other day, I'm probably going to go get it just because it's like they're going to make it too difficult. For I was going to say it's life. becoming too much of a hassle to not have the money. Tell your story. One of my homies came from down south, came up here, wanted to go to the Sixers game. The Sixers were playing the Hawks. So he went on, found a ticket broker, got some courtside joints, 5,200 a seat, right? So damn near 11 grand for yeah. the seats. Paid for the shit. Homie wired him the, He wired homie the money Homie you know Sending the tickets Whatever whatever And he told him He was like You got your vax cards right And he was like No He was like Oh but they ain't gonna let you In the stadium And he like Ah shit Damn I ain't know that da, da, da. And he wound up Getting the ticket Getting the money back yeah. And he gave the boy A couple hundred Like just Cause boy had to do that shit Like nigga You bought the tickets already Yeah you asked out That's your dumb ass fault You ain't know right. the rules But it's just like they're, they're gonna make it Too difficult for you To do things and shit And yeah. it's just Sooner or later America's gonna finally You know catch up Where it's like them vax cars going to be registered to something. Yeah. Where it's like you can't. It had to be some form of backup to it. Right. You know, like I don't think we going into like Qatar. We don't have enough money. Where yeah. it's just like you get an app and your app is registered to your house. And like, no, you know what I mean? But it's going to be something where it's like you, you're going to have to show or be attached to like yeah. real documentation. Yeah, some sort of QR code or barcode that got a scan or whatever like that to where your card is registered to something and to you because the, the way we're doing it right now is just total fucking It's, it's ridiculous. We're, we're really on the honor system for like what? And I can't understand why. Yeah. Like in America, putting Americans on the honor system is just stupid. It's just dumb. Because... It's niggas. <laughs> like, America's a bunch of niggas. Yep. White niggas, Asian niggas, classic niggas. <laughs> Dark niggas. Dark niggas. Mystery niggas. <laughs> it's just, we a bunch of niggas for overall. So it's like, yeah, you, you, you got people running around where it's like, even me, I ain't, you know, oh, you walk in the store, mask optional if you vexed. I stopped reading after mask optional. Right. I'm in here. And that's how we are. Now me, I, I I don't really bother nobody. I ain't going to rolling loud. I ain't going around a bunch of people. Right. I get vaxxed, I'm out here. But <laughs> it's just like, you know, it Yeah. 
Yeah, I was presented with a Vax card opportunity yesterday. My man, uh, we're, was, we're my, dead meat. Yeah, my man was like, yeah, he's like, uh, I was playing, you know, a bunch of Dipset shit. I'm gonna put the playlist out too, uh, probably to dare tomorrow. Oh, you did one? Yeah, I did one. Oh, I got up? a, I got a manicure. That's a lot of fucking songs on there. Yeah. Uh, so I was, he was like, he was like, man, he's like, yeah, man, he's like, you, he's like, you think about going to the, uh, to the verses? I'm like, I actually am. He was like, yeah, you like, you got your Vax card? He's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be Vax and shit in order to go. I'm like, fuck, I forgot. He's like, in New York City, not really bullshit, like how Philly oh, yeah, is. Yeah, New York don't fuck around. Yeah, Rob was telling. About when he went to the Brooklyn game, Rob was like, "Yeah, they don't play like yeah. you, they uh, what's the nigga who played wide receiver? He was with Travis uh Scott. Um, damn, Rod just told us the the receiver from the the Broncos. From the Broncos, name a receiver from the Broncos. He got like two first names. That's his. That's his. Oh, name. Jerry Judy. No, no, no. The um, damn, we we literally just was talking about it. Brandon Marshall, not Brandon Marshall. You know him. The um uh he was sitting next to Travis Scott that night because Rob was right next to him and Rob was like the the security guard snapped on him twice like they <laughs> weren't even letting him rock with this shit um I don't remember yeah whatever but long story <laughs> short they was like on some shit with like a motherfucker who was like you know front row yeah. you know with Travis Scott NFL receiver like, yo put your fucking mask on nigga right. we don't have to tell you again. <laughs> <laughs> we got big security guards. We will drag your ass about this, John. Like they not fucking around in yeah. New York. Jerry at all. Judy. He just said that. Yeah. No. Uh, I'll find. I'll. I'll. I'll yeah. So he was. So, so he was like. Yeah. He was like. No. But you know the bull. He's like. I got a bull out west. You know what I'm saying. He making the cards. I don't know how official they is, but he making them. So I'm saying. So let me know if you need one. And I'm just like. I'll just get the facts. At this point, it's just like just vax me, man. I'm not trying to go back and forth about this. Are most people you talk to unvaccinated? Uh, it's probably fifty fifty. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, de- it's it's definitely fifty fifty, and it might be sixty forty unvaxxed. I mean, depending on where you at. Depending yeah, on where yeah. you at, like it might be sixty forty, but it's 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 fifty fifty for sure. Like you go to work, like I like where I work, most people is you yeah. know not fucking around. So and depending on where your job, you know, the crazy part is they're gonna start like really penalizing people yeah. at work. They said that uh, who I think it was uh, DeAndre Hopkins from the uh, Cardinals was saying like if they try to make him take another vaccination he might retire from the NFL. I did see that. Yeah. Okay, that's what he was. I saw something that he tweeted like yeah. um this is going this is making me question my my time in the in yeah. the so that's what he was talking about then. Yeah, he was like yeah, if they make me get vaccinated one more time cuz cuz they you know cuz now they saying that like, you might need to get the booster shot and this and this depending upon which yeah. one you got and all that shit. And he like, "Yo, man, I feel like a lab rat they experimenting on me at this point like if y'all Emmanuel Sanders. Oh, Emmanuel Sanders. That's who was with Travis Scott. But the the the, the uh security guy I, I I'd hit right like, "Yo, who the fuck was you talking about the receiver that was with Travis Scott, he's all Emmanuel Sanders. He was with his girl, and they literally was like, "Yo, fucking mask <laughs> up, nigga." Good fuck, how many receptions you had last year? <laughs> like, duh. Like New York don't fuck around. Yeah. So yeah, he which, was a saint last year. Yeah, but I knew he was on the Broncos. Like, at I, some point, yeah. Because we was trying to figure out what was the 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 link with him and Travis Scott, and turns out they're like both from Houston area. Oh, gotcha. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, so like New York's not playing. So if you go up there, yeah, you're gonna need something. Be on your shit. Yeah, be on your shit. So other than that, man, you know, it's probably time to get. It's probably time to get vaccinated. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And the, the crazy part is now, in um, like I will say this: you can really get vaxxed anywhere now. Yeah. Like it ain't like a where like you got to go to like a specific doctor or like you like like Walgreens, Rite Aid, Wendy's, like just Wegmans is doing it. 
Like dead Give me a 4 for 4 And a Vex I'm about to pull around <laughs> Like where You out the window On this show Like there You can get that shit Like anywhere now So it's Is there a common explanation Or everybody's just Got a different answer Um I mean We put a little poll up On the uh On the social media And a lot of people are Just saying like History of vaccinations, sure, yeah. Uh, Tuskegee experiment for yeah. black people in particular, um, not trusting the government, the f- the f- quickness with which the vaccination was presented to the market compared to other similar health problems that they still don't have no answer to, uh, that been lingering for 10, 15, 30 years and shit like that. That was pretty much like the kind of like the top four things that people were saying, just like just not trusting the government and Fauci just being like a weird shifty character yeah, that, and not that, wanting to that's get not behind. really an argument. <laughs> yeah, like not wanting to get behind anything that he was saying. I mean, do you think we're going to lock down? It's hard to say. Like, you know, I, I don't know if the American economy is resilient enough to recover from another lockdown and i don't think the american people are strong enough mentally to deal with this shit probably more than anything like you already have it to where literally we talked about it last week any and everything that people want or need is being propped up and there's some sort of added economic stipulation to it whether you got to take some extra step you got to pay a significant more amount of money and it's like all right so we're going to go from that to back down to having like this depressed market where like you could buy whatever the fuck you want and it's just nothing to think. I don't think that they're going to allow that that sort of a dramatic downward swing in the economy again. So I think that I think that the, I do think things are going to need to offset though. I mean, you would think the used car market, the new car market, the housing market. My, you you have to think eventually this yeah. shit is going to go. My dad told me that the car market is not going to go back to even normal production numbers until April of next year. My thing is this. I look at sort of like life where it's like there's no gentle. You're like, it's See, you, you, you've never really done like a leg workout. But like when you do a leg workout and your legs like tighten up you know what i mean you can't sit down softly you kind of plop into right. where you sit that's kind of how the like economy there's no gentle right it's literally like it's gonna be a hard reset putting i don't know why i did that <laughs> putting helium in a balloon yeah that's what the like it's literally like yeah shit's gonna have to pop and the thing is i think that they've They've pushed it off for so like like originally when when it was going on it was like oh we thought end of the year is going the bubble's gonna burst then we thought February oh the bubble's gonna burst then we thought April May June the, and it just hasn't so it's like yo this feels a lot I was around two thousand and eight when the economy blew the fuck right. up like and it feels the same way to me where it's like so you mean to tell me like I like. Everything is hard to get. Like everything is overpriced. Like, got, like you, people are paying eight thousand dollars over market value for a Kia Telluride. Yes, that's crazy as shit. Five to ten thousand over for a Nissan Pathfinder. Five six thousand over for like a, a Kia. Uh, uh, what is it, the K five? Right. Like shit like that. Like. Even in a luxury market of goods, it's like looking at a GMT Master 2. Because I told you I was going to get one. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, if we was in like a normal place <laughs> right. going at like 9400 all right, yeah, I, I get one. Yeah. Like, but I'm not spending 23000 for that. Yeah. That's more than double. That's almost triple. Fucking insane. Yeah, it's almost triple. It's like seeing shit like that where it's just like, 
And you know, before they were going for like 11. Because remember, I was talking about the yeah. Batman, not the Jubilee Joe yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, 10, 8, 11, 1. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, cool. But seeing 19, 8, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's not brand new because I wore it three times. Like, shit, <laughs> it's just like, all right, man, what the fuck? Like, I mean, how new is new? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The plastic ain't on it, but it's new. Like, shit like that. And it's just seeing it even in, in the luxury goods market, it's like one thing. But seeing it to where it's like, wait, 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 wait. Milk, <laughs> like like chicken wings, chicken wings. <laughs> Dead ass the sign in the gas station, like we need to charge more for chicken wings. Like y'all Haitian asses, <laughs> like what the fuck? Man, just give me some of them thighs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me some of them thighs. <laughs> yeah, we got unlimited dark meat, thighs and drums. Yeah, like so. I, there's no way it can continue. No, no, that no, shit no, can't no. go on for years. No. So it's like the market can't really ease its way down. It's literally going to be a. It's going to take a hard reset. It's going to be one of them. And when that happened, that's when it's like, oh, my house isn't worth four hundred thousand. Yeah. No, it was only worth two. And I depleted my you savings. Dumbass, boarded for four hundred thousand. Like, like, so you telling me I had five hundred k? I bought a house for four thirty. That's only worth two eighty. And then now I got to spend my remaining 70000 to maintain Best it. Best thing you can do right now, if you got a house it. that you've been in for a while and you own the shit, sell it. Sell it and go live at the Econo Lodge for the next year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and then buy another house when, when the, the market, market is depressed. Crashes. Yeah, they've been, listen, people been calling. It's a Bluebell Motel. Yeah. Right on, that shit is like 19. They got HBO because they say it on the sign. Go live in that motherfucker. Yeah, go, get, go get you a motherfucking Sonder. They give you 35% uh, off for over 21 days. Oh, uh, real shit. Yeah, my mom. Uh, like, I, my, go to the Feathernest. I, I talked about it a couple of shows ago, but yeah, my mom, you know, got her house at like a super duper still. She got a single family home in, um, in Upper Darby on the, you know, on the yeah. Westchester Pike side. And uh, they've been calling her every week trying to buy her house because they're like, yo, like it's still, you know, opportunity in it. So they looking at it like, yo, we you sell it to you, you make double. But she's like, yeah, but where am I going to live? The Econo Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Stay there till this market fucking crash. Real shit. I know people that literally are about to sell a house for like way more than they got the shit for. And just dead as go live with family. Right. Like, yo, we'll chill. That market gonna fall the fuck apart, and then we get in a castle. Like I told you, like the <laughs> castle with the moat, real shit. Cause two years, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, no man's land. If you were here in two thousand eight and you watched how crazy that shit went, and how how it really was, and you know I was trucking during that time period, so yeah. I was going from Washington State to Oregon, you was to going Texas, from market to, market to Louisiana, and I was seeing that shit where gas was just going fucking crazy. Food was going crazy as shit. Houses, because I, I was like on a tip, like at that point, I didn't think I was coming back to Philly like yeah. on some living shit. So it was just like I was looking at like places in different. And then, you know, I was a bit of a hoe. So it was like, you know, I had a little sack chase over yeah. there before. Y'all, <laughs> was, so I'm just like looking at all these different places where it's like, all right, I was looking at Henderson, Nevada, right? Then I was looking at Spokane, Washington. Then I was looking at Lubbock, Texas and Dallas, Texas and looking at Louisiana. And I'm just seeing all this different shit where it was like, yo, you could really buy property for one hundred and thirty five grand. Yeah. Like dead ass homes with like land for one hundred and thirty five thousand in 2008. Yeah. And it's just that's where we're headed, where it's just like these these homes that y'all are selling. Like literally, I was watching this shit the other day where the guy was saying how homes right now are selling for over what the owner is asking 
and they're doing it before they're even hitting the market. And I thought that was like a once in a like even when Kev had that thing where it was yeah. like the house sold for fifty some thousand over asking and it spent zero days in the market. And the realtor guy was like, "No, that's the normal. Yeah. What happens is people do this like coming soon shit. And yeah. it's like, oh, before that comes soon, let me, <laughs> yeah, before you yeah, actually market this, yeah, let me let me uh, talk to you. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, that's kind of how this shit is getting just all across the board. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like for the last three four years, the American public has been told you need to own something, you need to own something, you need to own something. So now they've they're, they're bearing the the fruit of that seed that was planted into them and not realizing like you're supposed to own something at a fair market value right and motherfuckers is just jumping out there like oh i got the crib i own it and it's like yeah but it ain't worth what you paid for it. no like you paid 130 grand too much yeah and you put down way too much money on this job and you depleted all your savings because yeah. if you go traditional loan you got to put 20 percent. right so 20 percent of 300 versus 20 percent of 412 you like motherfuckers is literally cashing out their 401ks, cashing out their 403bs, all kind of shit, and just going into the market buying homes. Because in yeah. order to make this process move faster, you got to come with. Most people are coming with all cash offers. Uh, motherfucker told me the other day. Motherfucker straight like you was. I think you said it before. The uh, waving the inspections. All yeah, that shit. waving the, the waving the inspections is nuts. Yeah, there was this whole expose about a year and a half ago about this developer. Uh, in Northern Liberties that was building all these new construction houses that was like literally falling apart. Not Northern Liberties, Brewery Town that was falling oh, apart yeah, yeah, on yeah, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, i seen that shit. The black boy yeah. bought the crib. Yeah, yeah, I saw that Brand shit. new house. The mm -hmm. whole, like, he's like, the shit flooded seven times. This happened. The piping is weak. This, and I'm just like, this is a brand new house. Dog. Motherfuckers was literally, the developer was I wish I could get into some brand new house shit. I, I can't, but it's just <laughs> like, dog, motherfuckers, you be surprised, man. These developers, these builders, motherfuckers go crazy out here. Cutting costs. Cut. I know motherfuckers who done like had floods in their basement. They rip up the basement and the old piping is next to the new piping. Oh my god! A motherfucker just came, moved the pipe to the side, put in like, why did you leave that in the ground? <laughs> what the? Yeah, I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah, that shit. Heavy Cover as that fuck, shit. Motherfucker right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, that> <laughs> 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 is crazy, dog. Building a house is a real life responsibility because this house has to withstand the natural elements, yeah, all kinds of different shit, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, like, at that, like this house can fall the fuck down. You see that shit now with. I guess we can go into like rolling loud with like the collapsing, yeah. And it's just you see the building that collapsed, yeah. And and, 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 and that yeah. shit scares the fuck out of me now because you know we 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 down the street, we live in high rises, and it's just like, dog, I ain't trying to have <laughs> have the building slide off this motherfucker when I'm chilling, and it's just that that type of shit. Like it's like yeah, like building something where people are gonna be in and around. You see that shit on 20th and Market, yeah, or 21st and Market, like. Oh, the builder was on some janky shit, and he then got a nigga who out, didn't have the permit right. And then to find out that they didn't have insurance to cover none of that none shit. None of that shit. None of it. But he had an inn at City Hall, and that's how he got the And it's just like, wait, what? Eight people died. <sighs> Be because of negligence all the way down the line because a motherfucker would rather pay somebody 50000 to get this million-dollar job than pay 50000 to get the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit like that. Because yeah. putting up the fifty with my man guarantee. <laughs> That I'm going to get the job. Yeah, I'm gonna get the 1.3 million on the yeah. job, and then maybe I'll get my insurance yeah. later. I get on the down insurance, the line. and they talking about oh, we, you know, we we want somebody <laughs> else. Now I'm like, now nah, I put the 50 <laughs> out. Like that shit is crazy, nuts. What exactly happened with the Rolling Loud stage? Uh, it just wasn't properly constructed, and then they start doing like weight tests and all of that shit, and the motherfucker collapsed like a whole like third of the stage collapsed. 
Just like you just don't have the right people on the job, and it's like, yo, this isn't like y'all first rodeo here. Like y'all, y'all have done thirty of these maybe <laughs> over the last five six years. Like y'all, y'all have done them everywhere to where it's like, you know, Miami was one of y'all main markets. Now this might be the biggest one you've done to date, but on the same token, it's just like how. How does this happen? I saw this thing the other day. This white guy was like, if you're ever in an elevator that's falling, um, what you should do is lay on the floor and cover your face. You ever seen that? No. Yeah, that's what he said. If you're in a falling elevator, lay. I saw this on Facebook. Lay on the ground, lay on the floor, yeah. and cover your face. Lay on your back and cover your face. I'm like, it amazes me that white people know what to do in the face of everything <laughs> except for a black person. <laughs> Shit is crazy. Like, when presented with a black bear. <laughs> and, and the craziest part was, I'm I'm like looking in the comments and this one white guy was like, yo, this is true shit. Trust me, it saved my life twice. And I'm just like, how the fuck have you been in two falling out of here? <laughs> and I'm just like, yo. What the fuck was you at Stark Tower when fucking Thanos showed up? Like, what are you talking and, about? And I, I was telling Lee, I'm like, yo, the craziest part is, is like, white people are that like, all right, don't panic. Like, the elevator is <laughs> falling. And I'm like, yo, maybe it's just me being black. I don't give a fuck if this elevator's falling from the second floor. You know what I'm going to be doing? Ah! <laughs> Ain't no fucking way on earth. Trying to brace for impact. Yeah, let me lay the fuck down. You ready? <laughs> what? I seen that shit the other day. It was dying. Like, how the fuck do you just come up with that? Like, lay on your back and cover your face. And people dead as in the comments. Like, no, this is real. It happened to me when I was in France, and I was at the, you know, the. I'm just like, yo, what, yo, like. But I, I don't know how true it is. Again, they say when you when you jump out of a skyscraper, your heart stops. No one's ever, you know what I'm saying, told me. <laughs> Nobody lived to tell the story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But apparently if you're in an elevator that's falling, you know, lay on your back and okay. cover your that's face. Seems pretty solid. Again, I don't care if it's falling from the second floor. Ain't no fucking way I'm going to be calm during that. Yeah, that's not possible. No, not at all. That's going to be a negatory. Negatible, yes. I guess in Spanish that's probably a... <laughs> Negative, negativo, negativo, negativo. Maybe, maybe. We don't know. Negative, negative, negative. Negative. Add a whole extra four syllables. Negative. Negative. I love Spanish with TRP. This shit is so fun. All right, so we're going into rolling out. What happened there? Uh. I just had a bunch of couple little blurbs, man. I don't really care to talk about this shit. Like, okay, cool. I'm kind of done with rap culture. I can't even hold you. Like, I'm becoming like that old man. Where it's I like, do want to <laughs> know what what happened with the baby and Tory Lanez. Oh, so the uh, baby performed. He was one of the headliners. He had one of the late slots or whatever like that. He had like an hour performance set up. He actually paid a fine to perform longer mm-hmm. uh, because he wasn't done with his set or whatever. But the baby brought out Tory Lanez. He he had like one of them like. Uh, like almost like a cartoon character, like a mascot suit on, and he brought him out on stage, and he's like, "I give y'all such and such amount of money, y'all can guess who in here." And then people's like, "Stun of a Vegas," they're like, "No, this person, no, da 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 da." And then they took the joint off, and it was Tory Lanez, and then they performed the song that they had that they just put out together a couple like a week ago, whatever that just went viral and shit like okay. that, and. Uh, Somebody uh, decided to throw a throw an Adidas at the baby. What's an Adidas? A sneaker. Oh, an Adidas. <laughs> well, yeah, one Adidas. Oh. One, oh, one, Adidas. One, one Adidas. An Adidas. <laughs> uno Adidas. <laughs> uno, yeah, yeah, uno, uno Adidas. Yeah. And uh, 
He that motherfucker's a ninja apparently because he ducked that joint. He was like, man, who the fuck threw that crusty ass Adidas up here? But yeah, he uh, he it was crazy because he had performed right after Megan. Like Megan performed and then the baby performed and then he brought Tori out and I'm just like, damn, y'all really don't give a fuck about you know all of the story around this situation. So it's like either we've reached a point in the show where everybody has stopped caring because it's drug on too long, yeah. or they know some shit we don't know. But either way, I'm out of it. I don't even care anymore. This shit is drug on for literally. It's a, we're at the like one year anniversary of the of the situation happening, and we're no further along in the legal process than we were a year ago. You know what people care more about when it comes to Tory Lanez? Him stealing Cassidy's on. Like that, <laughs> that people, was a whole thing. People were more offended <laughs> by that than him shooting Megan Thee Stallion. So, so at this point, I'm, I'm all not, I'm all cool with him shooting Megan Thee Stallion. Why the fuck is he using <laughs> Cass bars? Does Cass know about this? <laughs> People Did somebody that. hit bars up and yeah. ask him if Tory could steal his bars? Hello, Mr. Reese. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't mean to alarm you. It's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian fella, yo. he's on flex. And he's, Ca- he's rapping to your beat. And Cassidy really made a video like, "Yo, like I inspired you, man. Like, give me my props, man. Like, what is you doing?" <laughs> he said, like, "So you gonna you gonna steal my lines? You ain't even gonna follow me you on ain't the gram? Follow me on the gram? Like, what is you doing?" <laughs> Tory Lane's What's like, yo, like I'm just showing respect, like I fucks with you. I don't see. <laughs> and this goes back to what I was talking about last week. All niggas do is bicker and fight yeah. on the internet. Yeah. yeah. This was not for public. Like you did, y'all could have just hit one. One of you could have hit the other one up and be like, yo, what's up with this? Like, yeah. and just resolved it. Is it coincidence? Probably not. But it's just like. The crazy part is, I listened to the Tory Freestyle, and I'm like, this joint really ain't that crazy. No, it was terrible. It wasn't that, like... I'm pe- watching it like, this sounds just like Cassidy, and, the, the, and it stinks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like, I was waiting for some fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it felt, like a Cassidy joint. And I'm like, yo, this shit ain't like... Um, the Because the, the title was like, oh, Tory Flame the Funk. Yeah, no, and, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm waiting for him to, like, you know, really, like... It was rapping. It was just. Yeah. It wasn't like overly dramatic or overly, um, like having like high climate. I mean, uh, fever pitches where it's like it has those moments right. where it's like he's just dancing, and I'm just like, it's just regular rap. Yeah, this so shit. I'm, I'm watching like this is terrible. It wasn't terrible, but it was just like regular rapping. It was just. It was like like it wasn't no complex shit. It didn't make me like when I watched like that J Cole L A Leakers freestyle. Right. I felt something. Right. Like I watched this and I'm just like, I'm like. I'm like f- three, like thirteen bars, and I'm like, "This is is this Cassidy?" <laughs> it, it just it, it felt very two thousand and like five ish. Yeah, that's how it felt. It just it wasn't like a complex nothing. It was just like even when you watched uh, Little Baby on the Funk Flex or like Meek on the Funk, remember or or, or, yeah. or Loaded Lux on Funk Flex. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's just you know it it it. it I don't know. It, to me, Tory Lanez. I guess I don't listen enough to him. Like he doesn't have like a distinct. He's sound. he's good at doing everybody else's sound. Like That's it, his like, thing. Like it's certain. Like little baby, you know. Um, like he got that, and then like even me. Like um, you played with me, then you were gonna. We was masking up before Corona. Yeah, like that's how Meek raps. Like right. he has a distinct sound. Drake has a distinct sound. Future, the Migos. To me, Tory Lanez don't really have like a no. 
his thing That's is doing Tory everybody flow. else's yeah. shit. Lil Wayne has a. Will you hear that 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 uh, drum with Nicki Minaj and and uh, the, how yeah. he started the um uh. I'm going to pull up so lit, I just might crash, dog. Like, that's Wayne. Yeah, he sounds like... Balenciaga mass off. Ass, y'all. Who ass, y'all? Kate told me to stop my ass off. That's all. Bop, 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 bop. He was a good cat. My bad, dog. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> Wayne. Like, uh, Tory to me doesn't have like a... Oh, that's Tory. Right. It's like, no, nah, he's either rapping about fajitas or <laughs> some, you know, some cash shit or some, like, he's just doing somebody else. He has a, uh, a sway freestyle he did a long time ago where he sounds just like Wayne. I can believe it. Like a, like a straight mixed, like you could close your eyes and you're like, oh, is this Lil Wayne? Like he had, like that's his whole, that was his, the whole knock on him, his early career. So to see all the, like nobody didn't give a fuck about Tory. That's, so, the, that's the funny part about this Somebody the other day was like, um, Tory Lanez is the Jacquees of rap music. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at the quotes and was like, uh, some nigga, he, he, I forgot his name. Cause I, he was like, my girl says she wanted to see Jacquees in the verses. I'm like, that would be the craziest shit ever because he'd battle you in your verses and he'd opt to go first so he could do your song first every <laughs> round before you do it. I'm like, yeah, real shit. Like, he, he to me, Tory Lanez just doesn't have a distinct oh, no, that's Tory absolutely sound. not. I do want to discuss this. Did you happen because we we talked about Dre and I just it slipped my mind. Did you happen to see the fifty best producer shit from? Because that remember I was like it was shit we missed. Billboard released the fifty greatest producers of the last century. Like oh, the twenty first century. Yes. Yeah, Did I saw you the see Neptunes it? was number one. No, they were number two. Oh, uh, they were the best hip hop hip hop joint. Okay. Yeah, but basically they did the because I saw the outrage that so you didn't see the list. No. Okay. So ne- basically, they slipped that one out. The Billboard. They did the 50 greatest producers of the last 100 years. Okay. Right? So naturally, I'm like, okay, I know it's not going to be all hip-hop because it's all genres of music. So, you know, I'm thinking Quincy Jones, 100 years. Yeah. You know, maybe Mozart. You know, like, like, in my mind. What number is Beethoven? Right. What number is Dr. Dre? 14. 19. That's terrible. Insane. Right? So when I saw it, it said... Top 50 producers from the last 100 years, six out of the top 10 are hip-hop producers. So naturally, I'm like, okay, Dr. Dre, Kanye, Pharrell, Timberland, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever. Number one is Taylor Swift's producer. I don't forgot his name, Max something. It, it did say the 21st century. 21st century? Yeah. What's the 21st century? 2000. Oh, the 2000s. Ah. Uh, okay. Oh, well, that makes sense. All right, then. Because I read it wrong. I thought it was the last 100 years. No, 2000s. Ah, yeah, two thousands right. to now. Two thousands to now. All right, so, but Taylor, like, here's the thing, and I like Taylor Swift. It was Max something was number one. Yeah. What? Uh, hold on, I have it up. The 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 thing the thing with Taylor Swift is this. I like and I like I like a lot of them songs. A lot of her sales and all of that was through bundles and like propping up like yeah. a lot of these records, whereas like. People didn't really care as much as they made it. The machine made yeah. it seem like they cared. Your album, a poster, or the yeah. clan robe, you know. <laughs> all kind yeah. of shit like that. Yeah. A ticket to her barbecue, yeah. like all kind of just silly shit like that to where it made these projects appear bigger than what they were. Like she had like a fucking uh, Amazon music rollout where she sold the album for 99 cent before, like yeah. shit like that to where it's like you playing games. 
They had Pharrell and Chad at number two. Number two, right. Uh, I want to say Timberland was number three. So first guy is Max Martin. Max, Max Martin. Martin. Uh, Associate acts, Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, and The Weeknd. Yeah. All right, well, he did Kevin some of the weekend shit. He just said he wrote a lot of pop shit. Taylor okay. Swift, yes. a lot of, lot of the, he not wrote, but produced a lot yeah. of the pop shit. Pharrell and numbers number two. Uh, was Timberland third or fourth? Uh, Pharrell's two. Timberland three. Mike Will Made It was in the uh, top five. The Dream and Tricky Stewart four. Uh, Mike Will Made It five. Right. Kanye was six. Kanye six, yep. Um, seventh was. Just Blaze. 40 was an eighth. I'm surprised yep. Just Blaze was that high. Right. He didn't put a lot of records. Though, Maybe like, two. Yeah. So like, I didn't understand that. 40 was eighth, right? Yep. 40 was eighth. Yeah, Just Blaze ain't over no 40. Um, Who was ninth? Uh, Jack Antoff. And who the, was tenth? Uh, Taney. Right. What number was Benny Blanco? Swiss Beats was like 13th. Little John was 14th. Diplo, um, Jay Joyce, Little John at 15. Swiss Beats, 16. Okay. Sophie seventeen. Doctor Dre was nineteenth. I know that because people uh, were like livid. Yeah. And yeah, now that yeah. I can understand the, the livid, the criteria, the uh, the um, people acting <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> living living <Levita> loca. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand it now because, like them, I was just like, yeah. Doctor Dre's not nineteenth on anything. No. But if you're right. talking about the last twenty-one years, it's like, well, no, because he had yeah, Chronic Two was ninety-nine. Yeah, Chronic 2 yeah. was 99, but Get Rich or Die Trying, those, a bunch of them Eminem albums was... Yeah, shit. Kendrick's So work. it's like, are they only crediting you with like what you produced, or does like your fucking associate producing and engineering count yeah. also on Dr. You? Dre's not 19th on that list. No, fuck no. no. Benny Blanco's 36. 36. I thought he would have been higher. He did a lot of big records, yeah. too. I don't know, man. I be hating these lists. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're bizarre. But I get why they do it. It drives traffic. Yeah, of course. Like, it gets people fucking talking. I click talk. on it. Yeah, it gets people talking and, like... How do you feel about Kanye's Donda? I haven't heard it. Uh, but I no missed, one's heard it. Yeah. Like, I, if you were... Motherfuckers <laughs> are sending me the bootleg link and shit from yeah. the performance, and I'm just like, yo, how can, how can y'all send me a link to an album that was, like, just played out loud in a stadium? Yeah. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. Apparently, he's been living in the Mercedes Dome over the last yeah. week, finishing the album. Yeah. yeah, I like the rollout and how people came out for me. I'm going to just stay here yeah. and finish the album. Kanye's crazy. He's nuts. The red outfit was hot. Yeah, the sneaks, sure. the, the, the sneaks, sneaks was live. The sneaks was live. Did you see him at the uh, soccer game? Yeah, nuts. <laughs> like the funniest part of the whole entire shit. So, did, did you hear the song with him and Jay? I didn't. I haven't heard anything. Oh, you okay? No. So he he got a song on there. Um, I forgot the name of it is, but it's featuring Jay. And Jay is like, um, he says on the track, um, this might be the return of the throne, like in the in the in the bars, and the you know yeah. it's it's not. Jigga, it's you know family man ho. You know what I'm saying? I Philanthropist no, ho. I ain't no freak. I'm a, you know, like, <laughs> I we some family man. Some family man getting his paper like that. That's where Jay at now. You know what I'm saying? Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up, but that's really where Jay at in his life. We ain't having no audience. I mean, this man ain't never seen each other naked. <laughs> That shit is gay. Like, that's where Jay at now. He, misogynist Jay is long gone. Oh, the misogynist Jay playlist is up. It's on the Patreon and it's on my app, my Apple Music. Yeah. But, like, your misogynist Jay is gone, and that's where he at. We some family men. We out here getting this paper. All right? I don't desire to do no shit. Like oh, my that. God. 
But long story short, he did the song with, with Ye, and then the shit he says, this might be the return of the throne. He say, it's like eight or ten bars that you hear him mm-hmm. say it or whatever. So the tweet was, holy shit, Jay and Kanye back. I can't believe this. Watch the throne too. It's covered. So I'm looking at the quotes and people like, man, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm done with Jay and Kanye before it starts. And people in the comments like, when are we just going to face the facts, man? Jay is finished. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's so funny because it's like when you listen to that misogynist Jay playlist, you see just how the, the vibe Jay was yes. in. Like, it was... It was, was terrible looking it was back on it because it's like, you know, it was yeah. j- just Jay being a monster. <laughs> but it's just like when you hear new, you know, you know, even when you look at like Watch the Throne and you see the way he raps now, Jay can still rap. He's always going to be able to yeah. rap. But just his content is just like. Like, this shit stink. Like, dog, I remember <laughs> Can't when relate the, to none of this shit. What was shit. The, 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 the album when he gave the Samsung shit away? Oh, Magna Carta, Holy Magna Grail. Carter. I remember when I first cut on Magna Carta and it was like. The, the Picasso beat. And it's like, I'm a Picasso. I'm not a Hassa in my castle. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we got a pack. Like, this is not it. Like, and that's just where, like, Jay is not, he, he, it, purgatory. You said it purgatory. Best. Purgatory, duh. And I, I'm listening to that Joe the other day with him and kind of like the beats sound good or whatever, but it's it's just like I was somewhere. The other, oh, I was at uh, I was at this fucking store. I'm not gonna say their name because they don't sponsor the show. I was at this uh, spot the other day out on the main line, getting some sneakers and some 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 Supreme hats, and okay. uh, they were playing the J uh, the the Khaled record with Jay and Nas on there, and I'm listening to it and I'm like. This is awful. <laughs> I think I got like halfway through the J verse. I'm like, this is awful. Yeah, no thanks. Hard yeah. pass. <clears throat> and the the drone said, "Made in the image of God." That's a selfie. Jay Z, Kanye West, and Jay Z did that. Oh my God, I'm so happy. And just looking at the quotes, this bar is poop. That's the first <laughs> this bar is poop. <laughs> I really waited on the return of the throne, and now it's like I'm good. <laughs> All of this for a fucking listening party. You got to give Kanye that, but this song stinks. Hold up, Donda, I'm with your baby when I touch back on the road. 
I don't know why, but I want that bar to be hotter than it really is. <laughs> These are the quotes. <laughs> hotter on the job. I don't know why, but I want that bar to be hotter than it really is. Jay-Z don't miss. Me in 2001. <laughs> 2001 was a long time ago. <laughs> 20 years indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z don't miss me to, Me in 2001. 2001 Then down a little bit further 2001 was a long time ago <laughs> It's just like Jay's always gonna be a good rapper But just the, the content of what The thing that made us love Jay Was them songs The Can I Get Us The Ain't yeah. No Niggas the all, That made you love Jay Cause it was just like Damn this nigga's talking crazy Yeah it was the unapologeticness Like he gave us In that way He gave us something different Than what Nas and Biggie gave us Because right. like He just was so Just Brash Brash And just fuck everybody uh. And everything And so anti-establishment So to see that guy Become so corporate And so Have such a manicured image And just watch his words So much It's just like I get it But I hate it Yeah The art suffered The art is finished it's over and then you have these people that are in the industry that want to protect their relationship with him because he's the teflon don yeah. that gotta come out and be like it's amazing how at 92 years old jay's yeah. still the greatest rapper and it's like no he's yeah. not no he's yeah. not i wouldn't rather hear jay-z than a lot of these young niggas right now Duh. not to mention the coles and the kendricks and the drakes like Duh. that's a no contest no. like but a lot of these i would rather hear 42 doug i would rather hear little baby i would rather hear a little dirk for the most part i would rather hear a lot of nba young boy even though he got four thousand albums yeah. and i would have to pick through a lot of that shit but it's just like i would the the vibe that they give me not that they are better technical rappers than him because yeah. they're not but the presentation of the way they're songs come to me in their final format are better than what he has given us the last four or five years like i literally was like yo like i, I love jay to death but i'm just like art his money his relationships like as far as the money and his wife i'm like I, that's I, it i don't like really remember jay shit from recently where it's not about those things. Even when you go to like the what's beef shit with Meek, it was, was literally say, that's the last one I really, really remember that I was like, whew. Like he was rapping his ass up. But then when you really get into <laughs> the raps, it's just like, I got money and relationships that y'all don't have. Yeah. That's what the fuck the that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That John recently when he was just like, um uh what'd he say? The um the something where Beyonce was like, hey, in the in the in the verse, Oh, the Khaled record. The Khaled and it, I'm just like, dog. Like yeah, I literally I stood still in the store and I'm listening to it and I got through the whole verse and I was like, that was terrible. This dog. Ham, we loved ham, but when you listen to it, it's like <laughs> keep it real with niggas, niggas ain't got my lady money. That's that's Jay. This is what he raps about. Yeah. Like the whole pitch has has changed, and I get it, you get older. You you but it's like then we we have to be realistic. It's like it's the yeah. equivalent of saying, uh, you know, Michael Jordan was still the best player in two thousand one when he was the on Wizards. Wizards. That's that's a lie. Yeah, it's cap. It's a blatant lie. He was the best forty year old player. Like what? Jay's the <laughs> best rapper that has a, a AARP membership right. without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> sure. When you realize him and LL are the same age, and then the fact that he's still a B-plus rapper and LL, you don't want to hear nothing he got to say rap-wise. Right. It's like, oh, damn, well, when you, when you compare it to your age group, I'll even go 40-plus, the 40-plus oh, niggas. Oh. But you can't touch none of these young niggas. I'm sorry. Like, even when you get down to it, like, I'm about to look right now to make sure I'm not tripping. 
Uh, okay, yeah, Peter Guns and Jay Z are the same. Age. It's like you know. <laughs> Let me confirm that. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, on paper they're the same age, but it's just like yo, it's like I don't want to hear Peter Guns ever, but I'll listen to Jay. But it's like I'm not gonna haul off and be like this is amazing Jay when I've heard amazing Jay. Yes. I was listening, I told you that playlist, I'm listening to Heartbreaker the other day, and I'm just like, yo, Jay was really in his bag in 99. She want to tattoo her arm. That's when I got to send her back to her mom. She want to call me a heartbreaker when we a part of makeup, want a piece of paper, scribble down. Like, he just was in a zone that just was just, he was on everything, just Mm -hmm. dancing. And it's just, that now, this might be the return of the throne. No, it ain't. (laughs) This this ain't it You know what I'm saying I remember I got a lot of flack For my um, When um, When him and uh, What was the guy That did the album That started the pandemic That started the pandemic The album they did last year The joint joint Oh um, With the boy Jay Electronica Oh yeah 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 did you know that album started the pandemic? Yeah. That was when COVID started. <laughs> you know that album started. I would say that album started COVID. Like, that album came out, and then yeah. COVID blew up, and we was on lockdown. And it's just that album started a global <laughs> pandemic. It's all y'all fault. But I got a lot of flack because I called it Watch the Toilet. And people were so mad at me. And I'm just like, yo, this album started a fucking <laughs> pandemic. I mean, y'all not like, I went. I went back and listened to that album recently, and... I like more songs than I thought. So I thought that I like no songs. I like two. Oh wow. And uh every it just it it sounds like everything sounds out of place yeah. on that album. It's I just I tweeted it's that, constructed poorly. I tweeted that, then I tweeted um that new J Electronica hit different when you don't cut it on in the first place. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, motherfuckers, what's your whole thing with J Electronica? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no thing. I just that made it. That shit was a bad album. Yeah, that album's definitely not it. It was supposed to come out a decade ago. Yeah. Didn't dream on there singing yeah. off key and shit. It was a weird album. How do you feel about the Olympics? Uh, which part? I feel I have feel different ways about different parts. The opening ceremony. How'd you feel about that? Uh, I didn't see it. Oh, uh, it was pretty ass. Yeah, I didn't it see was it. Pretty uh, I know that there's like apparently there's no fans no anywhere, fans. no fans whatsoever. So just like a couple little staff members here and there sprinkled yeah. in the crowd. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'm happy for Simone Biles. She qualified for ev- the finals in every event she qualified for. She's a fucking beast. Yo, because you know Lee's super into it, so I, I've been watching the Olympics. Like, uh, yeah. you know, again, I'm still in the cable, so I got all the Olympic <laughs> champions. So I'm watching this shit the other night, and I, I'm just like, yo, she's so powerful, and just so she she's so powerful that the the vaults that she goes into and in, on doing her floor routine. She can't even really land them. Right. Because it's like, it's just hard to stop a body that just did three backflips. Yeah. And they's like, yo, they're like, the men can't do that. Right. Like, she did this triple. Yeah, her core, her back- core power is out of control. The guy was like, literally, <sighs> there are no men gymnasts who can do that shit. Yeah. And she does it with ease to the point where she can't even land herself, like, without going, stepping out of bounds because it's just so much power coming yeah. out of the shit. So she did two vaults the other day in the qualifier. Of course, she was first place. They said that she has two vaults called the Simone Biles, like the Simone Biles one and Simone Biles two. She, that, only she can that do. That no it. one else can do. She didn't do them because she saved she saved them for the, yeah. the competition. But she came in first place in the qualifier, 
And it was like both votes she did win the Olympics. <laughs> and she has two other votes. <laughs> that nobody can do. It's <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, she like she literally is it's she's it's, amazing. It's cheating. Yeah. Like that's how good she is. Yeah. It's crazy as shit. There's one girl on the team I love though. I, oh my god, I can't think of her name right now. I gotta now. I gotta do some homework. Yeah, she she's really really nice. You know, did you know Simone Biles was as old as she is? How old is she? Like twenty something. I knew she was in her twenties. Yeah, I thought she was like fifteen. No, because she. Been, I was like, where have I been? She's been in Olympic competition like the last three Olympics. Yeah, I thought she was like eight when she. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know she was like grown. No, she's a grown lady. <laughs> Fucked me up when I when I like found this shit out because she has like a boyfriend and everything. Yeah, here. yeah. No, she's a grown woman. So I'm happy about Simone. I want the entire men's Olympic basketball team sent home. Yeah, it is. I want I want them sent back to their respective corners of the country so that they can practice for next Olympics or just. Abandon it co- completely. Jordan Childs. Jordan Childs. Okay. Yeah. She's Gotta nice. check that out. Uh, but yeah, in, in, in regards to the uh, men's Olympic basketball team, in the words of comedic genius and sometimes boxer Adrian Broner, they getting cooked. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting cooked. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm tired of this That's shit. That's my favorite Adrian Broner show. That's funnier than dance and all that. Everything. Because he came up and it was. <laughs> I'll tell you how I first found out about it because I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> it was. Um, uh, uh, what the fuck was the, 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 the D back name when the. Uh, when the. Uh, the Buccaneers when they played the um the 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 Packers. Remember he kept he gave up the the, the pass of the fear oh, yeah. and then Tom Brady hit him for the fucking eighty yard touchdown yeah. right before halftime and it was like him coming over to the coaching staff during during halftime. Oh yeah 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 I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm getting, getting cooked. cooked. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That was I'm my getting... first time ever Look. seeing it. I'm like, why the fuck did Adrian Broner say? Oh yeah 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 I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> He started with, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Getting I'm getting cooked. cooked. That's my shit. So, uh, yeah, so let, let's go ahead and just put these uh, ball players out the pasture. Let these niggas enjoy the last month of the summertime <sighs> and uh, get them up out of Tokyo. Um, they lost to France Sunday in the opening round of competition. They snapped the 25-game Olympic play win streak. Um, they had the prior losses in the in the prep rounds. Oh my! Yeah, it's her. Her mom legs. Goodness, her legs is crazy. Her mom about to go to uh, jail. Yeah, her mom. She got going on PPP scam. What the fuck she got going? I told you I've been watching this Olympics shit. So I know what's going on. Her mom did a million dollar embezzlement. Got booked for the shit. Yeah, she stole like nine hundred eighty thousand from somebody. Got booked for the shit. Whatever, whatever. Feds quarter. She's supposed to go to jail. She's supposed to go a month ago, but she. Basically got her lawyers, her lawyers to like file a john so that she could go to Tokyo to root for her daughter, <laughs> and they granted it. So the people white collar crime is great, right? Yeah, <laughs> you ain't no drugs. Yeah, go ahead, take your time. Yeah, <laughs> just been on vacation. And the people who she stole the money from was like hitting the judge with let, like, what the fuck? Like, yo, yeah. she y'all y'all serious? Da-da-da-da. Like it shouldn't work like that. And the judge like, yo, daughter bad, and like, you know, <laughs> she got some work. So, <laughs> She's some some vintage yeah, work. Yeah, vintage work. <laughs> <laughs> you want from me? But she in Tokyo right now, rooting for 
her daughter or whatever because she was all at the qualifying joint, her yeah. and her pop and all that shit. And they like, I'm like, when they said it, I'm just like, wait, did I hear that wrong? Like the mom is, she's turning herself in when they come back from the the joint. Like the day she come back, she got to turn herself in. Damn. And I'm just like, wait, what? So it's like, yeah, the mom stole a million dollars though on some embezzlement shit. So yeah, so crazy uh, little situation. Yeah, so snapped the twenty-five game Olympic play win streak. Um, they had prior losses to the Nigerian scammers in the uh, in the prep rounds. Who else did they lose to? They lost Argentina. To Ni- Argentina. No, no. Uh, was it Argentina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they lost to the Nigerian yeah, scammers yeah, yeah. and the Argentine Argentinian coca leaves. Yeah. And uh, it's just time for these niggas to go home. Apparently, there's they a lost bunch last of- night. Yeah, the France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the actual Olympic play. Yeah, that was the quali- yeah, the, um, not the qualifying joint. Yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't the qualifying joint. That was the actual Olympic play. And now there's all these rumblings about like them not wanting to play the Greg Popovich way. They don't have time to gel and this and this. And uh, these niggas got cooked by Evan Fournier last night. Evan Fournier and Rudy <laughs> out there acting crazy. You saw Pop was going off after the joint. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just it's a reality. The rest of the world done caught up. That mm-hmm. shit is real. Did you see Luca last night? Going crazy, nuts, firing from everywhere. I was talking to Scooter yesterday. We had a good conversation. I talked to Scooter for like a long time yesterday. We was talking about basketball and comedy and arts and all kind of shit. And he pointed something out to me. He was we was talking about the Olympics. And he was like, "Bro, he was like, did you peep that the last three MVPs of the league are all from Europe or abroad?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking Jokic, uh, Jokic, Giannis, and. Uh, Who's the other one? I know it was Giannis twice. It was Jokic, Giannis twice, and then he was referring to somebody else. I think that's probably what he meant. Yeah, the past, so, the past so it was thing. like... Shit, then, last year in MVP voting, Jokic was first and Embiid was second. That's two right. motherfuckers from outside. It's, right, he referenced there. Embiid too. I think Giannis might have been up there. In yeah, it's Jokic, Giannis, Giannis, Harden, Westbrook, Curry, Curry. Yeah. Right. Like, so it's like... The world caught up. The it's world just the reality. Up. Like, and it's like, you know, we we don't, you know, save for like LeBron and KD, we don't have far and away the best players anymore. Yeah. Like, and motherfuckers got to get their games together. And like a year or two ago, Lucas made a comment that said uh, it's harder to score an international play than it is in the NBA because you can still hand check and restrict motion and all that shit. And motherfuckers like laughed at him like, Whatever mm-hmm. like, And then now These motherfuckers Getting put in the torture chamber And they don't know What to do Like Dame Lillard Looks lost He's he's one of the best closers If not the best closer In the NBA He's passing on open shots Making extra passes And all of this stupid shit yeah. And it's just like They just look confused they Like look they don't know What they to do They just look all over the place You know what I'm saying and it's, it's like it's a it's a poor representation for the com- country. It's just a thrown together fucking team. And uh, you know when we don't have our absolute best uh, players, I, 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 I got to get back on Instagram. Man. Oh yeah, that's uh, twenty uh, years old. Yeah. Y-B-O-D. yeah, so it's like when we don't have you know our top you know twelve players, we don't even stand a chance at international. No, the play. reality of it is for America to go over there, they would literally to, to like they need LeBron, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, James Harden. Like that's what the fuck is. you can't go over there with like. The second tier, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. expect to play like the world's greatest night in and night out, and think that you're just gonna power wash these niggas and run them the fuck over. It's not like that. Like the reality of it is, all these motherfuckers play in NBA basketball. Exactly. They know the differences between international FIBA and NBA. Exactly. They're preparing preparing for this year round. Their their parents have all been kidnapped. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They're playing for different reasons. Like yeah, yeah. this shit is. Mm-mm. It wouldn't shock me to see the USA like not even medal. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me one bit to see the USA just not. Oh medal. yeah, they won't. They might not place at like, all. 
I, I, I could see Slovenia, Spain, Argentina, some shit like that just being like the three. But it's just I don't I personally don't see the USA meddling up there at all. The um did you have anything else with the Olympics you were wanted to talk about? No, it was just it was mainly Simone and uh and the basketball team. They 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 they're terrible. Did you see the the girl won the fencing gold yesterday? Um Lee something. Uh what's her name? Just type in uh single fencing gold. Her name was Lee something. But long story short, she Lee Kelfer. Lee Kelfer. The interesting story with her is this is the first time that Americans ever won gold in that shit with fencing or whatever. Yeah. And she this was her third Olympics and she was the last one to qualify. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like she barely made this shit. And it's her third Olympics. And literally she like went through all the rounds as like the underdog every single round and won the gold she when she basically uh, fencing is like the first one to get 15 stabs okay i don't know if they call it stabs right pokes pokes i don't know again i got all the olympics i was watching this shit yesterday but i kind of got into it because the girl was american and i was like rooting for her and shit and she was going up against like russian russian like uh the one girl had won like all these medals and like I guess she's like a poke legend. I don't know, but poke legend. <laughs> but wh- whatever. The girl wound up going against her and when she got the 15th poke, she uh she took the helmet off and threw it and like couldn't believe the shit and she won it 15 to 13. Damn. Pokes. And um <laughs> I guess I don't know. And but long story short, it's her first medal ever and it's a gold medal. That's bomb. And she's the first American to win a gold medal in that shit. Cause you know we we don't we we kill we don't poke is that in, America, <laughs> in America and to make it funny uh, shout out Philly the balls rich <laughs> the other two you know there's only three medals that America don't won so far the other two was shooting like uh, <laughs> yeah archer uh, what they call it which I forgot what shoot it's shooting yeah but the two Americans already won gold in that of shit. course and if Rich was like y'all surprised with like the the me. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, that's what we do over here. We shoot shit up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, America got three goals so far. Right? Damn. So uh, I saw Katie Ledecky today. Like did some crazy shit in the pool. She set an Olympic record uh, swimming. Um, they got Michael Phelps doing like the uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Oh, he's of, doing commentary. Yeah, and he stinks. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's awful. But Mike, it's, Mike just want to go get high somewhere. Yeah, but it's like it's Mike Phelps, so it's like you kind of got to let the twenty-five time gold medal motherfucker <laughs> do whatever he wants. Yeah. So it's just it's it's not good at all. They I saw Usain Bolt's press conference the other day and shit, and um, because you know he's not running right no more. So you, did you know about the whole gold medal getting stripped? Oh, because somebody on the team was doping. N- Nesta Carter was yeah. on dope for the for the 08 zone. Yeah, like they came like from. So back. now he don't have a record no more. He, he was tied with Carl Lewis another ball for nine. Now he got eight. So he was on the joint the other day, and they um, it was like, how do you feel, man, about the whole doping thing? And you know, now you you kind of lost the medal, and he's like, it kind of puts a limp on, on your record. And you same ball like how I broke a world record every time I went on the track <laughs> and ran by myself. Right. And he was like, y'all gonna make me get back. He, he, he like jokingly did that. Like, y'all gonna make me get back. And it's just like, yeah, he could still go out there now. Like, Easy. 6'5", just. Yeah, his, his stride, they, they they did announce, it was like his stride count is like damn near two times that of a normal uh, the, sprinter. The normal person runs 40. I think he runs 36. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, 40 steps as well yeah. as the 36 steps. Like, if you want to see the, the, his, the greatest display of it, 2012, uh, London, when they did the 4x100, 
Otto Bolden said the shit. He was like, someone's running sub-37 in this race. Because that was the world record at the time, 37-10 yeah. in the 4 by 100 He's like, it's going to be USA or Jamaica. <laughs> Whoever wins this race is going to have to run, run under 37 to win the shit. Because both teams were that powerful. And it's crazy because, you know... Uh, Tyson Gay like didn't have a medal, right. you know what I'm saying? And Justin Gatlin like he he got medals, but I always say like Justin Gatlin to me, he's like the best second leg runner of a four by one hundred. Like his second, the, yeah. he he gets that baton as the second person. It's just crazy. And you watch it when he got the baton down the back stretch. USA low key had the lead, and then the third leg was you saw. Uh, Safa, not Safa Powell, um, Johan Blake and Tyson Gay, and they came around the curve. When they handed the batons to Usain <laughs> Bolt and Ryan Bailey, they were together. Yeah. And you say you see it. He just put on the jaw and he like kind of looked over his shoulder, like, yeah, I got him. And he put his head down. And that was when he did the crown drum. Yeah. They broke the world record. It was like 36-8-4. And when he went out there and ran in the world championships and he broke the world record, remember the world record was 972 in the <clears> 100. <throat> yeah. He ran the 969 and maybe with like 10 meters to go, he let up and he smacked his chest and he ran through the tape <laughs> like that and he broke the world record, 969. Yeah. And people was like, yo, it's great that you broke the world record, but it's like, I, like you playing around, you know, you could have ran sub 96. Right. Like, you kind of threw your joint away, like, because, you know, like, you know, people won, run a world record once in their lives. Exactly. So it's like, you, you know, you, the win got to be legal and all of that crazy shit. And it was like, People was like mad at you saying, quote, like, why would you let up? Why would you play around? Like, you you could have, like, put the world record, like, completely out of the way. Like, yeah. you could have gotten, but, like, you know, no one ever ran. No one ever ran below 9.7, let alone under 9.6. And for that nigga to go out there in the next 100 and, like, not play around and run a 9.5. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all was talking shit. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. like, Usain Bolt is, is by far and away the craziest track and field. Like, yeah. it's nothing even. The nigga literally broke the world record. In the 100, 200, and 4 by 100 in two straight Olympics. Like, three gold medals, three yeah. world records. Next Olympic, three gold, gold medals, medals, three, three world yeah. records. Like, that shit will never be done again. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. Freak of nature. But I got nothing else with this show. We're going to Patreon. Yeah, we're going to Patreon. Uh, shout out to our sponsor for the show, Burgess Brothers Paint Company. Make sure y'all go to BurgessBrothersLLC.com or Burgess underscore B-R-O-S underscore L-L-C on IG to book Y'all paint jobs today. Um, 15 plus years of experience, master painters in interior painting, exterior painting, and immaculate, beautiful wallpaper. And as well, uh, make sure y'all, you know, y'all holler at them. That's a black owned business that's local here to the Philadelphia area, area and they will travel to you if you are in the tri state. It is up. We're going to slide over to Patreon. Uh, make sure y'all get y'all memberships. If y'all not already subscribed, patreon.com backslash official TRP. Go get you some merch right now, officialtrp.com. We are out. I'm Peace. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.